Welcome back, everyone. It is episode number 60 of Thirst and Goal. Ben is here. Sonia Hello. is joining us tonight. She hasn't been on the last couple of times, last couple of podcasts. Yeah. She doesn't and like us anymore. Well, football's over. Franny. <laughs> Football is never over. Okay. No, XFL, XFL Sonia. Yeah, yeah, You haven't yeah. really watched the XFL, but your Dragons, your Seattle Dragons Suck. lost... One and two to Dallas. Just like the LA Wildcats also suck as well. They're they're 0-2 right now. But Ben has a brand new sweater tonight. Last week we joked (laughs) about it. Yeah, you guys have been making fun of me. Do we have a photo of that, or we should have, I? Uh, we have multiple. Oh, this one, the new one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, we, have, well, we have plenty. Let, let us let us post it and yeah, see yeah. if our our listeners who actually follow us on Insta or wherever and Twitter, Ben's awesome Twitter, 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 my Twitter account, Good Twitter. All right, yeah, Ben, we're take come a picture on, of the smile. New no, I got to see the sweatshirt. I don't sweater, care about which you. <laughs> which looks a lot like the old one, but uh, well, Ben is kinda. representing. The University at Buffalo. Okay, let's see. Yeah. Married men out there will know. <laughs> uh, I, I wore it. I, I showed it to her the other day. She's like, oh, it's the same color. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought she was all unim- excited about very it. Very unimpressed. Well, they are the school colors, so I, I, I can't get it in a color that isn't represented. <laughs> I'm sure it comes in, in white, probably with, with blue lettering. It, white you know? and also gray. Yeah. Okay. That is true. There What's wrong are. with gray? That gray is so boring. <laughs> You're boring. Franny, what are you drinking over there tonight? Uh, tonight, Ben, I have the Jack Rye with a little bit of Coke on the table. What about you, Ben? You actually picked up a new gin. I did. I spent a good amount of time over at beautiful Total Wine this week. Our liquor establishment. Uh, the local yeah. liquor establishment. I found a new offering from Copper and Kings. It is the American Dry Gin. It is a beautiful, beautiful dry gin from Copper and Kings down in Kentucky. It is a really, really nice gin, a really, really great company. They have a heavily spiced juniper gin. They have the American Dry Gin, and they also have a another offering, at least one other offering. So I definitely yeah. highly, highly recommend it. And Sonia, what are you drinking over there? I'm drinking whatever our brown of the week is. The beverage of the night. Yes. The Balconis. The Balconis Baby Blue. Corn. And we'll, uh, we'll be giving our reviews a little bit later in the show on that. Sonia's been enjoying it. Yeah, yeah. She's finished uh, two or three of these already, so <laughs> yeah. she'll probably be a lot of fun on the podcast tonight. Yeah. But the most important event of the week, I won't ask anyone how their week was because no one cares how my week was or how Sonia's week was. But Friday had a birthday this yes. week. Yes. So friends Woo. of the podcast, longtime listeners of the yes. podcast, yes. please, please, please get to your Twitter account, get to your <laughs> Instagram account and wish Friday a happy Happy on the other side of 35. Yeah. Birthday Thanks, Ben. Thanks, yeah, this good, week. good job, Ben. Good yeah. job. Uh, good aging job. me there. We have a, a really, really happy birthday wishes. We have to mention Franny. ages. <laughs> well, you are in the year, you know, it's yeah, like whatever. You're on right. the other side of it. Whatever. Closer to 40 <laughs> than 30. Uh, we, had, uh, we did get you him. You just some. love, because I always, I always make fun of you guys because you guys are just a little bit older than i am and 14 years just just a couple of years (laughs) older than me so i always make fun of you guys and your age and about you know walking with canes or walkers or false teeth or something like that that. so i mean obviously you guys i'm only missing one tooth i only need one implant (laughs) 
Which is pretty good. Yeah, it's that's, pretty that's good at pretty my good. age. At 50, pretty it's pretty good. good. And it's a vampire tooth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it's thanks. true. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah Franny had so a... So that's, thanks for rubbing it in bed. I fe- deserve it. How do you feel about your birthday? How do you How do you feel? I feel a little bit older and a little more wise. A little more wise. Yeah. <laughs> not really. Not, well, not you really. are more wise, for sure. Yeah. You are You are beyond your years Absolutely. in I, terms I, I of <laughs> wisdom. Uh, but we did get Franny a few Ooh. thirst and goal yeah, podcast no, gifts uh, yes. this evening. Franny, what did yeah. you get as your gifts for being such a great guy? Yeah, Sonia got me this. Um, it was a throw. It was um, queen size throw. A queen size throw, <laughs> and it was very personalized. That had pictures from our Instagram and our Twitter. It had our logo on it and everything. I our mean, there shots. were there were great pictures. Yeah. Um, it was just a great personalized gift, and and it's warm. Yep. And it's thick, and and I'm sure uh, you know I'll be using it, um, especially when the NFL season rolls around, and you know October, November, yep. um, or even now it's kind of chilly outside. I can probably throw it around myself right now. Yes. Uh, also, that signed Brent Selleck helmet. Which is awesome. Brent Selleck probably wasn't asked to sign too many helmets. This is probably one of the few that he actually did sign. And, and, uh, he didn't you know, even I charge for it. I mentioned on the, yeah. he actually handed it to Sonia. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> you want this? He's thing? like, somebody wants this? <laughs> <laughs> So I mentioned okay. multiple times on the podcast in the past, and actually my last birthday, you guys got me the Brent Selleck jersey. Yep. He is my favorite eagle of all time. He was never the fastest guy, but he did everything right. He was a great blocker, had great hands, and he was with the team his entire career, and he finally did win a Super Bowl with them. And thank you so much for that, Sonia. And Ben oh, yeah, got me ben. the top of a barrel. <laughs> Of whiskey. <laughs> yes. It is. I was trying to figure out what it was because it's heavy. I didn't realize how heavy the top of a whiskey barrel is, but it's from the Jim Beam Distillery. I mean, it has like all the, the markings on it and everything. It is pretty, pretty cool. awesome. That's something that you definitely want to hang on your wall. If it could, if it could, it's, it's really heavy. I mean, you have to get some Hopefully good studs. Hopefully, got stucco. Yeah, because <laughs> that would plaster eventually, you know, pull out of the wall because it is actually much heavier than I really expected it to be. And uh, also, the whistle pig band. We'll be trying that on the podcast in the near future. Also, those amazing glasses, the Norwegian ones, uh, which are glass on the inside, aluminum on the outside. They're this nice black sort of matte color. Very awesome, Ben. And uh, oh yeah, the, the also you know being from Croatia and the small town of Privlaka, he got me a sign, uh, Privlaka, Croatia, with the Croatian flag on and everything. And Yay. am I missing anything? I think that's, I, mean, that's, I got, I I got a lot of it. great stuff from you guys, you and did. you guys you are went all out. Swoop! swoop. Oh, yeah, come on. I got yeah. the, come on, the swoop. Uh, sort of. It's not a puzzle. 3D. It's almost 3D. like a Lego uh, set. Where I'm going to put swoop yep. together. I put the Eagles helmet together. That yep. was my Christmas gift a few years back. <laughs> put that together. I'll put this together as well, Sonia. But you guys went all out. Ben, I don't know where you came up with the idea to get the um, the whiskey barrel top. I have no idea. And on the inside, cool. on the inside, my it's, it's charred as well. And it has that nice smell to it. Uh, man, you guys are awesome. And um, yeah, thank try. you. Thank you so very much for those you, gifts. You are welcome. And that's what makes this podcast so exceptional. Not only do we do this as, you know, for the love of the game, and we are outside again. We are outside. And it's cold. We are outside and it's cold. We have a fire burning in the background. We have our, we're bundled up. We have hats and jackets on. Uh, but not only do we do this for the love of the game, we do this for the love of each other. Uh, we are all, all great friends and family and we get along very well. And hopefully that's what comes through in the podcast. I think it does. 
Whenever Sonia wants to join us on the podcast. Exactly. <laughs> whenever she's uh, whenever she's not watching 90 Day Fiance or, or a Lifetime movie or something. Yeah, exactly. like, guys, right. you do your podcast while I watch what's going yes. on this love triangle. That's exactly, right. exactly. That's They're right. going to get together at the end for or Christmas. Or Snapped. I do watch Snapped. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. And did, you, did you watch any of the All or Nothing, Sonia? No. The, the Eagles are okay. Well, me and Ben did, so we'll talk a little bit when about that later. Uh, in the garage. Secretly, behind your back. The secret to a happy marriage. Yes. Watching things in the garage right. rather than in the house. I'll just pull the bed out there. Yeah, oh, yeah, you'd like that, wouldn't you? <laughs> I'd probably get more sleep. Franny, <laughs> what are we going to talk about tonight? <laughs> tonight, Ben, on the big board, we're going to talk a little bit about the XFL. We have week three. Going on to week four. I don't know if we're going to talk about week four. I think it's week three, right? It's week three it's and then next three. Saturday's game. Yeah. All right. And we have our shout outs to our fellow podcasters out there. A couple of promos for our fellow podcasters. We also have some NFL news in our feel good story. We have our tag team news, our thirst and goal news, our Eagles news, Seahawks news and Steelers news, all of our favorite teams. We have our mailbag questions. We have, uh, well, Ben, oh, Sonia, Sonia's making a face over here. The, the mailbag questions, Sonia, are from Ben's uh, Twitter oh, uh, followers. They're right. asking certain questions. Ben has the questions. Last week, we forgot to actually answer some of those questions. So we have about three or four. Uh, three questions. Yeah. Three questions. We uh, had a couple talk- others, but they were a little out there. <laughs> we're going to talk a little bit about Amazon's all or nothing. Uh, we have Ben's betting corner. He made a couple of bets today. Whoop, was whoop. successful. Three of uh, three, baby. <laughs> And we have our shot Politics. of the week in honor <laughs> of the L.A. Wildcats, our XFL football team. We have the orange and yellow shots on the table. We have our brown of the week, another offering from Balconis. It is the baby blue, our first corn whiskey that we're trying on the show. Uh, we have our beer of the week from the awesome Oligosh Brewing. Yes. All of their offerings those, have been great, and I expect this one to be just as good as awesome. the others. They also sent us a very nice gift uh, with uh, with the baseball caps. Um, you know, they sent us a couple of nice, Pilsner very glasses. nice glasses yeah. and uh, the bottle opener. Uh, very generous of them, and uh, some housekeeping to finish up the show, Ben. All right, Franny, what's first up on the big board? XFL. All right, folks. Since you're listening to our show, please, please, please consider going over to our website, thirstinggold.buzzsprout.com, or search Thirsting Gold Podcast on the web. And please subscribe and leave us a review. Please tell a friend, a family member, a coworker, a pet, anyone you see (laughs) on the street randomly out there, grab their phone. Yeah, my friend's gerbil loves this show. (laughs) Carrots, lettuce, and Thirsting Gold Podcast. But seriously, folks, we're a show about football, fun, friends, bourbon, and beer reviews. Please tell a friend. Please tell a relative. Tell anyone out there. Get it on their phone. Help them subscribe to our show. Uh, but first up, we do have the XFL. Mm-hmm. And Franek, I think, is still into the XFL. I uh, had a few <laughs> games this past week. Uh, I, we finished up the show late Saturday night. Mm-hmm. So last Sunday, we had the Dallas Renegades at the L.A. Wildcats. The Dallas Renegades beating up on the L.A. Wildcats 25-18. to 18. What say you, Franny? Yeah, the Wildcats are pretty sorry. That's, that's all <laughs> yeah. I have to say. I mean, I didn't they're not watch as bad a as Tampa. ton of the game. Well, Tampa, they're the Vipers, right? Yeah, they they're actually, 0-3, they, they, they had a pretty close game, though, today. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, I didn't get to watch. It was the D.C. Defenders, I think, versus uh, the... The Vipers. The Vipers today. Yeah, and, and it was a close game. I didn't really get to catch much of it. Like you said, Ben, before we started the podcast, they should settle on one day, just like the NFL. Most of the games are on Sunday. Obviously, you have the Monday and Thursday night game. But I think for um, for the XFL, they should you know do either Saturday 
or Sunday. They shouldn't do Saturday and Sunday because, you know, you have errands to run, things to do on the weekend. So, yeah, so pick, a, pick a day and stick yeah. with it. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's no NCAA football going on right now, though the tournament's coming up for basketball. But there is no NCAA football or NFL football. So please pick a day because it's difficult to, you know, take eight hours of your day on both days of the weekend. You know, I, you know, sort of don't watch college football as much as I used to because, you you know, as an adult, you can't simply sit on the couch both Saturday and Sunday. You have to pick one of those days, and I have obviously chosen Sunday. Uh, but Landry Jones played like absolute trash in that game. <laughs> he did come back at the end, and he was very, very honest at the end of that game, saying that they were lucky to have won it. Uh, Johnson for uh, the Los Angeles Wildcats had another terrible game, 18-34, to 34, uh, you know, for... Uh, 50, was he, uh, 18 attempts for 53 yards, was I this, think. Uh, this was last week, right? Yeah, yeah. that was Saturday's game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sunday, we had one of my favorite teams. This was probably the best game so far on the XFL schedule, bar none, St. Louis Battlehawks versus the Houston Roughnecks. That was a really, really fun game on Sunday. Uh, Ta'amu from the uh, St. Louis Battlehawks is Really a surprise quarterback this year. And P.J. Walker for Houston probably will be playing in the NFL yeah, the, next year. They're calling the throw-in Samoan, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. he is awesome. I'm not sure what uh, what his first name is, Ta'amu. I'm not sure what his first name is. But between him and Phillips, I mean, Phillips had three TDs last week, had three TDs again today. Uh, the Roughnecks are the favorite, I think, to win the XFL. But Frank, that was a really good game between the Battlehawks and the Roughnecks. It was mm-hmm. almost like watching real football. Well, I mean, it is it is real football, <laughs> but I mean, I, I didn't really catch much of this game, uh, just a little bit here and there, um, but I wasn't able to sit down and, and watch it, but I uh, hear it was a good game. Yeah, that was, a, I mean, it was a really, really fun game. I think both of these guys should be at least on a roster next year if they're able to continue to play this well. Uh, both Ta'amu, I think he was only 22 years old, PJ Walker. Yeah, I wonder what their contracts are like. Are they it's one able, year. so they're able to transition to the NFL if After this year, yeah. oh, okay. And I guess there's also a problem with Landry, Landry Jones. Yeah, yeah, he, he was. Yeah, they wanted, Steelers wanted to bring yeah, him back. Yeah, unfortunate and, for him. Yeah, and I mean it's been it's been fun. And the CFL free agency period I think just started, so the expectation is that some of those CFL players will begin playing in the XFL. I think next week or mm-hmm. the week after that. But yeah, PJ Walker has been playing amazing. Phillips also playing uh, amazing. Uh, so that was a really fun game. Uh, with the Houston Roughnecks won again today, taking on the Tampa Bay Vipers, who have a great running game, but could not get it done against the Houston Roughnecks, who I believe are 3-0. and Now P.J. Walker again with a great game, uh, 24 attempts for 306 yards and three TDs all again to Phillips in that game. Great looking website, by the way. Yeah, I mean, if, I mean, remember the AAF? We couldn't even find stats. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like the score was thirty-four to seventeen, and well, that's it. That's all we got for you. You know, we don't know how many passing yards there were. We don't know how many rushing yards there were. You know, just there's the score. Yeah, no, the, the presentation of the XFL is way better, and they planned this out a little better than the AAF did. So, good for them. But uh, Quinn Flowers or Quinn Quinn Flowers had a pretty good game. Uh, actually, no, he did not have a good game. Uh, four attempts for <laughs> sixty-seven yards. They brought Cornelius in. Uh, through for 52 yards, but they are able to rush the ball pretty well. Uh, they had, I think, four guys combined for well over 100 yards in that game. And, uh, but they just could not get it done through the air again. Uh, and it was just a pretty, pretty, but it was a good game for Tampa. I mean, mm-hmm. Tampa, I believe they're 0 and 3. Yeah, probably. Uh, so they had a, they're having a rough go of it. Uh, but the Houston Roughnecks are playing really well. Uh, Dallas Renegades again won. 
today under the tutelage, I believe they are under the tutelage of uh, Bob Stoops, I believe is the head coach for the Dallas Renegades. Landry Jones had a little bit uh, better game today. Uh, I think it was 274 <laughs> yards. This is hard to read this website. Yeah. Well, it's no, it's, I mean, it's, it's right up there, Ben. 207, uh, 274 get, get yards. Glasses on. 274 <laughs> yards on 30 attempts, right? No, but I did watch a little bit more of this game. So the first game I wasn't able to watch, um, who did impress me, though, in that game was Artis Payne, the former uh, uh, Panthers running back. He actually had a pretty good game. He made some huge plays. He iced the game towards the end. Uh, so he had some, some great runs in this game. Also caught the ball out of the backfield effectively as well. Yeah, I mean, it looks, I mean, Landry Jones, another decent game, three TDs, two INTs, unfortunately. And a fumble. Uh, and a fumble. Did he have a fumble as well? Mm-hmm. Uh, Silvers had uh, two TDs and one, count them, one, two <laughs> touchdowns and subtract one interception in that game. But you were able to watch some of this? Oh, yeah, a little bit. A little I mean, bit. What, what did you think of the Dallas Renegades? Uh, under Bob Stoops. I mean, did they, it's I Dallas. Know. I'm not a huge fan of anything Dallas, but, uh, you know, I, I was rooting for Sonya's Seattle Dragons because yeah, Sonya, Sonya's a huge fan. She's wearing her uh, Seattle Dragons yeah, gear just... right now. She has her her gardener jersey. <laughs> no, I'm, just reading a, I'm just reading a name. But, yeah, put uh, some first names up in this thing. Yeah, I don't I'm, know. I'm just, Jay Gardner. I'm, like, we know who these people are. I'm trying to get into it. It's just, I don't, you know, when you're watching the NFL, you know, you're rooting for your team. You're watching the other games from, you know, the other teams in the conference and your division. So this, it's 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 good football. Don't get me wrong. It's good football. I just don't but have it the is, energy. It's just, uh, you know, it's, it's a semi-pro league. So, I mean, the talent level, even though it's better than the AAF, it's just not up there with the NFL. I'm sure it's going to get better. Um, you know, this is only the third week. And, you know, by the fourth, fifth, you know, week from, you know, practice and the, the, the players will get better. But I'm, I just, I can't get into it, though, you know. It's, yeah, that the uh, the Battlehawks versus the Roughnecks last week that definitely gave me some hope. I mean, that was a back and forth affair. It was really, really well played game, and it, it's a lot of fun to watch PJ Walker play. A lot of fun uh, between him and and Phillips. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, if Sonya, anything to add about the XFL? No, I just don't have the energy. I mean, I I need to just bottle it all Decompress up. Decompress a little bit before you know, the after. NFL starts over again. The yeah. honesty is back on the podcast. <laughs> That's right. All right, friend. I speak at the truth. What's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is our shout-outs and promos to our fellow podcasters out All there. All right, hold tight, everybody. We'll be right back with about three promos for our fellow podcasters. These are independent NFL podcasters out there. You know, you have your pick six. You have your around the NFL. You have those huge podcasts. But there are a lot of folks out there doing this for the love of the game, just like we are. For you know, for no money, for no recognition, and we really, really like all of these podcasts. They're very different. Uh, but I, we, we want you all to check them out and hopefully you'll find them to be something that you enjoy and you'd like to listen to. So hold tight real quick. Hello. Are you looking for a podcast to talk about sports and sports gaming? Are you looking for a podcast that may talk about football and the PlayStation brand? Or you can talk about baseball and talk about the Nintendo brand. Or we can talk about basketball and we can talk about the Xbox brand. Well, the First and Frame Race podcast has you covered. We talk about everything about sports and sports gaming. We also throw a little bit of PC gaming in there. We are live every Tuesday and Thursday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern on the YouTube channel, First and Frame Rates. Just search us there. You can find us there. Now, if you cannot catch us live, you can also catch us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and 
uh, Google Play Podcast. You can catch us there. Just put it in the search engine, First and Frame Race. Once again, we talk about sports, we talk about gaming, and everything under that umbrella. We are a three-man group, and we discuss all the hot topics between those areas. So I hope you guys can check us out, and we'll see you then. All right, everybody. This was the First and Frame Race Podcast. This is a really fun live show. Uh, this is a sports and sports gaming podcast where they're un cut and unfiltered authentic commentary comes through on audio display please check them uh in the show notes you can get the link to their website there you can look for about apple Podcasts and all your podcatchers or on twitter at vf baller one more coming your way the steel curtain big ben yinsberg antonio Br- uh Le'Veon. Mean uh, Joe Green. Yeah, mean Joe, the Immaculate Reception. Monongahela. The Steelers Outpost Podcast. I'm Tom Serena. I'm Nick Serena, and we may be homers, but we're honest homers. Join us for our weekly podcast where we separate facts from fiction on all things Pittsburgh Steelers. Subscribe and listen to the Steelers Outpost Podcast anywhere podcasts are heard. Follow us on Twitter at Steelers Outpost. Bye bye. All right, that's the Steelers Outpost Podcast. They give you updates, background, opinions, and lively conversation about the black and gold long or <laughs> lifelong fans of the Pittsburgh Steelers living outside of the Pittsburgh community. Please follow them and listen to them debate their favorite team, my favorite team. You can hook them up at Twitter at Steelers Outpost, and you can find them at SteelersOutpost.com and SteelersOutpost at gmail.com. All of those links are in the show notes as well. One more promo coming your way. Hey, guys, this is Greg. And this is Mike. And we are the hosts of the Top 5 for Fighting podcast. It is really a laid-back podcast where we talk about pretty much anything we want to talk about. Movies, fun, fun, movies. And more fun, sports, movies. And this really started with me and Greg getting in trouble talking about this exact stuff at work. So if you want to hang out with your buddies, have a good time and talk about stuff that you're going to talk about anyway... Come come, come! hang out with us. It's like an evening hanging out with your buddies. Except we're not able to share our beer because you're not here. We are available on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and iTunes. Look us up. You'll be glad you did. All right. That is the Top 5 for Fighting podcast. Definitely one of my favorite podcasts. This is a great show hosted by, hosted by two guys, Greg and Mike. As the name implies, they talk about all things sports, movies, TV, and other topical subjects. Fun shit, not dumb shit, as they say. <laughs> they, like us, always have, or we used to have, a top five list on each show and a drink in their hand. You can find them at top five for fighting, top five for fighting.com with a five, not written out five. And on Twitter at top five for fighting. Look for the links in the show notes. Franny. What's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, we have our NFL news and the feel-good story. Yes, we do. Hold tight, everybody. All right, and we are back with our NFL news. And Ben, first up on the docket. First up on the docket. No progress on Tom Brady's deal. Oh. The Oh, my God. The only team that has the right to talk to Tom Brady about a contract for 2020 and beyond isn't. And that is the New England Patriots. They have had no correspondence this week regarding a deal in the upcoming season. According to Mike Reese of ESPN.com, 
There's been no movement between Tom Brady and the team. He joined 20 years ago in April. So the Tom Brady Roadshow continues. <laughs> Bob, Bob Kraft, please talk to me. Franny, what do you think about Tom Brady and his roadshow trying to get as much attention as he possibly can? It, it seems like it, right? I mean, he, he he's becoming sort of the Antonio Brown right now. Uh, he just seems like he just wants this attention, but I think ultimately he will still end up with the New England Patriots. He's not going to to Las Vegas. He's not going to play for the Raiders. He's not going to go to the Chargers. You know, he's not going to go to the Colts. I don't think he's going anywhere. He's just, he, I, I don't know, maybe he just loves his attention. He doesn't seem like the kind of guy that loves attention. But now, after all these weeks, it seems like uh, he, he kind of likes it. What, think, about, what, what do you think, Sonia? Because we haven't heard your opinion on Tom Brady the last out, couple of weeks. Are they hanging out at the days of Orchid? Or the, the <laughs> orchids, orchids of Asia? Orchids of Asia Day Spa down in Juniper, Florida. Sonia, what do you think? Well, what is it that he's doing? He's, Honestly. He's posting a lot on Twitter. He's posting a lot on Instagram. He had that commercial, the Hulu commercial. The Hulu that commercial. was phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. Come on. He wants attention. He wants someone he's to offer him 50. He's with us. Come on. Not, I mean, that's what it seems like. That's yeah. what it feels like he's doing. He's always, look, he's never caused any problems in his, how many years? 20, 20 years? 20 years. Right? Yeah, that's a lot. Of, that's a, man, that's a lot of years. Yeah. He's been, he's just been straight and narrow, right? He, he, he. He plays ball and he goes home to his model wife, right? But this is his, this is his, what do they call it? His swan song or whatever. It's his final season and he's just, he's just enjoying it. He's fucking around with them. He can't leave. He can't leave New England. No, I, don't, I don't see him leaving. He can't. It would, it would really tarnish his legacy. Well, but you know, if he did leave. See, you don't think it would don't buy. No one cares about I yeah, they Joe do. Namath and, yeah, but this and other guy, guys who left their teams. This guy won six yeah. Yeah, championships. Left. He won all of their championships. He, he, he definitely won all. And he's, he, won, he is the only person that's going to win, win a championship in New England. <laughs> that is my prediction, at least in my lifetime anyway. I, I don't know. And I think that he would probably cause that, that domino effect. If he leaves, then some of the people from, from the page. Patriots will want to leave because Josh McDaniel might be like, I'm out. <laughs> I'm, I'm out. I don't know. Sorry, yeah. not sorry. I'm on my way <laughs> out of here. So, uh, Sonny, you don't think there's anything to it? You think he's going to just. No, but of... I was also wrong. I really honestly thought that Drew Brees was going to go ahead and retire, and I was wrong. Oh, he's coming I, I back. He's coming so. back. I didn't think so. I, yeah, I, I, I thought he was. Around. I really did. I mean, he, he actually thought about it, and he, he does look a little tired, but. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> Which, tired. Well, Tom Brady's not tired. He sleeps in a hyperbaric chamber yeah. for 14 hours a day <laughs> with him. Pete Sampras. Just stop. Together? Together. Spooning? Well, they used Spooning. to. I mean, Pete Sampras. I guess he used to sleep in like a dark, you know, a dark room with with like uh, sound treatment all over the walls for like twelve hours. Whatever it is, it worked for Sampras, and it's it's working for Tom Brady. But yeah. I think we're all in agreement that he's not really going anywhere. No, and I just think the whole process is pretty silly. I mean, yeah. just 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 wait till you can sign. With, actually, you can still. Actually, I think he can ink a deal with the Patriots. It's the only team that he can ink a deal with. But he's going to wait until the free agency period on, on March eighteenth. And probably then signed for thirty plus million dollars for two years. Says he wants to play yeah. three more years, so that's forty two, forty or forty three, forty four, forty five. I know that seems like yeah. I mean, he know, showed, light years away for you, friend. He did show less <laughs> decline than Drew Brees. He's older than Drew Brees, yeah. but it seems like his arm strength 
It was still there. Oh yeah, you know, for he was, sure. He was, he was never a mobile quarterback. No, you know? no, I mean, no, you know, no, no. He, he has he a actually, great actually, team surrounding him. He he actually, he's still it. running the combine from twenty years ago. Yeah, he's still running exactly. his forty yard dash. <laughs> exactly. No, but it, actually, this year he actually showed a little bit more athleticism. Yeah. There was a couple of runs. He had his longest a bit run. A he had his bit longest more. run of his career, I think, this year yeah. in one of the games. I think he Did ran he like fumble? twelve yards. Yeah, it was like twelve yards. Yeah, it was like Philip Rivers' only first down running the ball, where he like gave the first down sign, you know. But first, he had to look around to his teammates to make sure it was okay so i mean he, he's you know whatever sleeping in his hyperbaric chamber and all that but um 30 million dollars is a lot but i think you know the patriots they they kind of have to pay the guy yeah i think they, they kind of have it so yeah, yeah and they will his Wilson's entire career it, you know and uh, he's always Rogers taken a cut right yeah. i mean if i remember brady always took a cut he yeah. wanted a good teams to surround him so that he can play another three to five years yeah so. and i think that some of this is payback for bill belichick not doing that for him yeah this season show mm. me the money tom brady julian <laughs> julian edelman and a bunch of xfl players out there on offense <laughs> this year well that's really what it was in terms of his that's receiving right. core uh, it was you know they it, weren't they weren't Spectacular. They were still you know, in the no playoffs. Gronkowski, no. you know, I mean, they, no they, tight they, end. They didn't even pick up a tight end in yeah, the offseason. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Will Disley. They still made it to the playoffs. So it's okay. It's all right, Tommy. You, I know it's you funny. 12 this. and four. And it's like, this team sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> New England fans are like, this Tommy boy and we Billy John. Make it to the, sucks. Make it to the AFC championship <laughs> game this year. Billy John. <laughs> yeah. Well, Tommy boy at least. Sorry, Boston fans. <laughs> Sorry. That Tennessee you know team. true. That Tennessee team. They were a good team. Yeah. And, and they deserved to make it as far as they did. I mean, they really picked it up, uh, at the end of the season at the right time. Um, but it, 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 he's going to stay in New England. Yeah. Come agreed. on. Come Sonia, on. What yep. do you think? I, I think so too. He's just, he's just enjoyed himself. Let the man enjoy himself. Yeah. I mean, he hasn't enjoyed himself at all. 20 uh, exactly. Years. 20 years, six Super Bowls, married he's a, like model, a walking man. He makes a hundred million dollars a year. It's, it's been terrible. I mean, he could, you know, he's just barely making his car payments. Barely making his car. Yeah, this has been terrible for Tom Brady. I don't, I don't know how he's been able to manage low these 20 years. Poor yeah, guy. driving that karma. Poor yeah, guy. exactly. TB12. <laughs> All right, Friday, next up, Drew Brees. As Sonia mentioned, Drew Brees mm-hmm. has announced that he is coming back for one oh. <laughs> more season for his 20th season in the NFL, setting him up to accomplish a feat only five previous quarterbacks in league history have achieved. Breeze will become the sixth quarterback to play 20-plus seasons and just the second quarterback to play 20-plus seasons with two or fewer franchises, and he was really only with the other franchise for a minute. Yeah, really. So, Franny, what do you think about what's left of Drew Brees' arm coming back? Um, well, we talked about this last couple of weeks, and yeah. I expected him to come back. Uh, you know, I, I, even though he has shown some decline, I still think he has what it takes to, you know, make it to the Super Bowl potentially. I mean, the team that they have is really good. I mean, you know, the the Saints, if you know, against Minnesota, they were coached a little bit better. Um, you know, some of it falls on 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 Sean Payton, but the real question is, what happens to Bridgewater? Now, I mean, because Bridgewater was was you know a, a great sort of fill in for Drew Brees for those five games. I mean, he did an excellent job in those five games. What happens to him now? You know, where is he going to go? As they would say in Chicago, he gone. Yeah. <laughs> he is out of there. <laughs> yeah, but where where is he going to go? And backup. and 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 yeah, who's Hope who's going to be the backup for the Saints? I mean, is it going to be Taysom Hill? Is Taysom Hill still going to stick around and and yeah, carry the team in, in case you know Drew Brees? potentially gets injured because he is older now. So, I mean, you have to have a good backup plan. And if Bridgewater goes he's elsewhere, he can't then stay. the Saints, they're not going to have the same yeah, success with Taysom can't Hill. Stay. I mean, Bridgewater's going to be 30 years old. He can't stay. He's got to I, uh, I don't expect him to, you know. I mean, he'll end up with the Indianapolis or, or Los Angeles, yeah. you know, with the Chargers. 
Maybe uh, Miami. You know, it may be you know, Miami. Maybe Tampa he, Bay. But Taysom Hill, I mean, that that's also is going to be a tough contract to negotiate because Taysom Hill, <laughs> Taysom Hill did say he not only does he want to be, he believes he can be a franchise, quote unquote, franchise quarterback. Yeah, no, he can't. Uh, he's 30 years old already for the record. Uh, and somebody this week, uh, you know, compared him to Cordell Stewart, which I think is uh, no. an insult to Cordell Stewart. <laughs> yeah. And it does it takes a lot to be an insult to Cordell Stewart. But he did get him. <laughs> he did. He did help us get almost to the championship game or to the championship game that season. So, yeah, I, I mean, I think they got to go with Taysom Hill, Bridgewater. You can't keep both of them. Breeze is no, going. He's going to want yeah, he's thirty gonna, million dollars or at least, thereabouts. At least. I just don't think he's got. I don't think he's got anything left. Mm-hmm. I mean, he looked really, really bad in the playoffs against Minnesota. Was it Minnesota? Please, that, yeah. I mean, he you, looked. I know. I know you love these guys, and I know <laughs> Sonia loves him as well. He's such a nice guy. There you go. Uh, <laughs> just, I just think he's got nothing left in the tank in terms of his arm. You know, he. Nonsense. The reason he was able to hold on throughout the season was because he missed those five games. I think if he plays every game, even if he doesn't play every snap, I don't know that he's got enough left in the tank. I mean, it's hard to play at forty-one years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's but you think it's, it's smart. It. It's smart for the Saints to bring him back instead of you know letting him go elsewhere and 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 signing Bridgewater. I'd fart for, his ass. Yeah. I would not bring him back. I would not bring Drew Brees back. Bridgewater mm. played great in those five games. He did. Yeah, he's younger. He's more coachable in terms of his willingness to to adjust to different types of offense, and they they have to come up with a plan moving forward. I mean, yeah. how many more years can they get to first round of the playoffs, second round of the playoffs, lose? with Drew Brees and then continue to do the same thing over and over again. They've got a good team. They've got really good receivers. They've got a decent running game. They've got a decent offensive line. They've got a pretty good, if not very top good 10 defense. Game. Very good wide receivers. Uh, you know, well, they should have went a little deeper in the playoffs. Should this have, year, yeah. I would take a shot with Bridgewater and Hill and, you know, be more dynamic on offense, less of a drop back passing game on offense. It's going to be tough, though, yeah. for the Saints yeah. to... I wonder I mean, what the backup plan moving forward. I mean, are they going to draft somebody this year? I mean, it's going to be kind of tough once you move on from uh, from Drew Brees. Are you going to have... I mean, are you going to have a devil in Hodges? I mean, is that... Maybe. You know? P.J. Walker yeah. out of the XFL. <laughs> but but they're going to, they'll probably have a good season. They'll probably win 10 games or 11 sure games. Will, yeah. And again, it'll be tough for them to draft that quarterback if, you know, they don't have a terrible season. And, you know, I, I think letting Bridgewater go, it's going to be tough to sign somebody mm-hmm. after after Breeze leaves. You need to have that younger quarterback that gives you those three, four, five years where you're not, you know, for example, this year where what's his, uh, Patrick Mahomes is costing less than a million dollars on a salary yep. cap this year. Uh, you know, if you if they're in a situation next year where they have to go out and pay someone three or four years, $150 million contract, if there's a, it, it puts them in a tough spot. Mm-hmm. I would, I mean, they let, they let Favre go, they let Manning go. You know, it's some. I mean, they let Joe Montana go, and all of those franchises got better. All of, I mean, Aaron Rodgers came in and they were a better franchise. Steve Young came in and they were a better franchise. Won two more Super Bowls after that, and Aaron Rodgers won a Super Bowl. The Colts not so much. Uh, oh, the Colts not so <laughs> much. Mean, That's true. But, but the Colts are terrible, terrible regardless. The only reason they were good was was Peyton Manning. Well, and, and you know, once he won, you know, once once he left, they had a terrible season. I think they won two games and they got Andrew Luck. They kind of lucked into luck, and unfortunately for them. Luck retired a little early, but they would pop, they would be successful now with Luck under center. But unfortunately, you know the circumstances yeah. are that he did. He made it made retire it just, early. Yeah, the decision that he thought was best, I yeah. guess. But Sonia, what do you think about Drew Brees coming Sonia, back? Should they, should they, I was wrong. I was wrong. I really thought he was going to retire and enjoy. Do you, you think know. it's selfish of him though 
to return. To return I still and not allow he's... somebody younger to no, step in I and still... take the reins. It's like a thirty-year-old kid coming home and just expecting that you're going to let him in the house. Yeah. Well, maybe <laughs> maybe you should have a, maybe you should have your own place by now, Drew. You know, I'm just not going to. You know, can't just come back in and expect your old room yeah. back. Yeah. You know, <laughs> nice that you decide you want to come back. Why don't Why don't we just talk about whether we want you back first? I think. Well, I think it was it was mutual. I think yeah, they I'm did sure, sort I'm of sure. want him back as well. I think he still has it. Yeah. I really do, but. Unfortunately, I thought I thought he was going to retire, so I was wrong. Yeah. All right. Next up, this is an interesting little bit of news. So this week, the NFL owners yeah. ratified their side of the CBA, which calls for a 17-game season oh at gosh. some point in the near future, which <laughs> is contingent to raise the players' share of revenue from 48% to 48.5%, which is several billion dollars for the player. But I believe what they ratified was an increase from 47% to 48%. And... Seven playoff teams, seven playoff teams in each conference. Uh, regular season would be increased to 17 games and the preseason shortened to three games. If the schedule stays at 16, players get, as I said, 48% up from 47 and 48.5. If the schedule uh, increases to 17 games. Uh, thus far, the players executive committee, the NFL Players Association executive committee has voted six to five in disapproval. J.J. Watt made his disapproval very clear. Well, he can't finish a 16-game yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, he needs a, yeah. a four-game so, season. He's like, I don't exactly. need another. He needs the XFL season. <laughs> 17. Watt's like, 17. Well, I, I can't even play seven. six. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't blame him. But I don't blame any of the players, too. Yeah, I mean, would, it, it, it really comes down to player health. I mean, absolutely. we're at 16 now. Yep. Which and they were broken. Exactly. By the end of the season, I mean, there's the so guys. many guys. I mean, the Eagles lost, you know, half of their team. Basically. But that was a week, too. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, that is true. Well, I mean, but the Steelers this year lost so many guys, yeah, you know, as a well. Ton of guys, yeah. Just imagine an extra game plus an extra game in the playoffs, right? Oh my God. Um, you you take away you know preseason game, but in preseason it's it's mainly you know bench guys and and yeah, basically the scrubs are playing in the preseason. So you know they don't play in the preseason as it is. I don't. I just don't agree with it. I didn't agree with it last week when we talked about it. I, I I think they just have to you know be more concerned about the players and their health moving forward. Agreed. Not just in those sixteen or seventeen games, but beyond ten years, fifteen, twenty years down the road. What is going to you know? I mean, these guys need uh, medical attention. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they I really do, and, and and they basically lose their health insurance after what five years or ten years. Yeah. And well, it might be longer now. Yeah. Well, I think it depends on on how many years, years you, you play. Yeah. But it's nice. I mean, but they dangled that 05 percent out there like a like yeah. a like a carrot on the end of a stick because that 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 point five percent is probably a billion dollars or more, mm. or maybe not a billion dollars, but it, it, it but it does raise it's not the insignificant. Share, that's for sure. You know, a half a percent in terms of overall NFL revenues, which are huge, mm-hmm. huge, huge, huge. Uh, it's definitely not a billion dollars. That was way too much. Uh, but what do you think about seven? Uh, playoff teams in each conference. I don't know. I kind of like the way it is right now. I mean, I, I like the alone. setup the way it is right now because once we start adding one game here, the one Jets team the there. I mean, it's it. the in the MLB they added the uh, the wild card as well, yeah. which I think in, the, in 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 MLB that's a whole different story because you know they play like seven thousand games, <laughs> seven thousand games. They're still, <laughs> they, they, they're still playing right now. I mean, it, I mean, it seems like I mean the, the season really lasts from April to October. I mean, that's that's pretty crazy that it is that long. Um, but I mean, they they play. You know, way too many games. Uh, but in 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 their case, because they play that many games, I think it's fair to add those extra teams. But in in the NFL, just with the health and and the players, you know, just I like the way it is right now. Sixteen games. You have you know 
two teams in the conference, you know, that are the number one, number two seed. You have the wild card teams. I think the setup now is perfect the way it is. I agree. I, I don't like the odd number of teams. You'll be adding more and more. Yeah. You know, when and does it stop? They're going to add eight, then nine. It then stops seven. when there's a, and it's when there's like the a, NBA. It stops when there's a game every single week until the playoff starts. Yeah. It goes from April to October to November to December. That's what the owners want. Yeah. Uh, Sonia, what do you think about expanding the number of games no, and expanding the number of uh, I, playoff I games? was hoping they'd get rid of the Thursday night games because I hate when... I hate when know. I can't get home from work. I, <laughs> there you go. There's Sonia that. hates when we can't watch what we would normally watch on any other Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> You're cutting into my prime time. Um, no, I, I think for you said it beautifully, Fran, it, when you're talking about the, the player's health. It, it Richard Sherman said it where he says, you know, here we are, we're playing on a Sunday night, right? To, and then the next thing you know, you got to fly out and play on a Thursday night. Mm-hmm. And if you're hurt or you're sore, you don't have enough time to heal. Mm-hmm. Okay, what are you guys doing to these guys? It's bad enough. You, you've got Sunday, you've got Monday, you've got yeah, Thursday, and then sometimes of- you got uh what uh saturdays during the playoff come yeah. on people yeah but where does it end like you know you have 17 now and then five years from now you're gonna be talking about an 18th game and then another five years after yeah. that 19 games and then Hungry you're just people. gonna keep on going and going and going and then like me and ben okay. talked about it dilutes the league as well Absolutely. because you're gonna have these guys that are starters yep. that are not gonna be able to play later on in the season or stop or they don't need to play later on in the season <laughs> Yeah, Ben, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, Ben. No, I actually agree. Uh, that was more for Richard Sherman because yeah. it doesn't matter what what the change is. Richard Sherman will definitely be against it. No matter what it is, he'll figure out some way that it's an affront to him personally. Well, this this is. This but this is. is. I, think and I, actually agree, I actually agree with Franny. I mean, I, I, I came around completely. Franny convinced me. Probably should have went to law school because I am completely convinced. Who, by me? His, no. Yeah, but no. by his argument. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm completely convinced. Uh, to me, law is boring. I, I think that the way they have it set up now. The Kudos law, to anybody the, that the can. The law is not boring. Yeah, it, it, it wasn't it, it, boring three years, but yeah. after that, it, it, got, it got more exciting for me after that. Uh, but it is it is perfect, I think, almost the way it is now. Yeah. you know, I Especially mean, with 32 teams. You're going to let the Jets in. You're going to let the Browns in. Who are you going to let in yeah, last year? It, it, you know, Steelers the Steelers going to get in? The Steelers would have made it. And the Steelers I mean, had no, nobody wants like to watch the NBA. that. Whenever the, when the first, the, but the first seed and the eighth seed. There's no reason to even have that first round right. matchup because the eighth seed never wins. I mean, the first seed is that much better. <laughs> you play a seven game series. It used to be five, but they increased that now to seven. Yeah. Like now the eighth seed has a chance. They just have a chance to lose 4 0 or 4 <laughs> 1 now. Yeah, they should have, they should have stopped that the year after the Golden State Warriors beat the Dallas Mavericks. And it was, I think it was eight versus one that year. It yeah. was a long time ago, maybe was, uh, 15 years ago. Definitely one of my all time favorite series. Because the the Warriors were able to come with, well, I think it was Baron Davis and, I mean, Barnes and a whole bunch of other guys on that team. But to Franny's point, it almost never happens. I don't remember the last time an eight seed beat the number one seed in, in, the, in, in the wild card in game. The, in the NBA. Just, or in the first round. Yeah, well, in the first round. I mean, in the NFL is different because it's a one-game thing. But still, I mean, just have to think about the health of Agreed. the players. And even in watching the NFL Network and watching the running backs, uh, which Maurice Jones-Drew is obviously not in favor of it, because for the running backs, it's even worse. They take the most pounding in these games. So you're going to have these other guys coming behind them. So <laughs> the running back position is going to be devalued as well. Yep. Just like you know, we saw with the Eagles, what happened this year when their starters went down, the backups came in. Yep. They played strong, and you know these guys aren't going to get any contracts after their fourth or fifth year. They might be out of the league, and they're you know 
not going to get any health insurance. They didn't make that much money. You know, I mean, it yeah. seems like a lot of money to all of us, but if you're paying to, you know, get knee surgery or ankle surgery or whatever you're trying to fix, that's a lot of money, man. I agree. I agree. And the running backs, I mean, I'm surprised that they didn't try to broach that. I'm not sure what the, whether the players association will broach something like that in this contract, but Franny and I have talked about it before, you know, maybe some of those positions as Franny mentioned, like running back, you know, they, they, they get an opportunity to earn money faster. Uh, there is some scuttlebutt that they may, <laughs> well, they may, they may actually try to include something. For example, if you make the pro bowl two years in your first five years, that it escalates to where you're, you know, you're, you're five year, if you're in the first round, if you're a first round or your five year waiting period ends and you can then immediately attempt, you're a free agent and you can immediately attempt to negotiate a contract. If, for example, you're, you're Saquon Barkley and you make the Pro Bowl your first two years or first two out of your first three years, then you can negotiate a contract as a running back rather than waiting an additional two or three more years where you've just been beat up and beat up and beat up. Uh, because like players like Frank Gore are an anomaly. Yeah, they are not. That they does not, not the happen very often. And no. Franny brings up a very good point, so I should stop talking. Yep. No, I mean, keep on talking, Ben. But I, I, I can't <laughs> say it any better. I can't say it any better. No, it was, it was, it was very good, Franny. Good enough. Very good. Very good. Very good. Very good. Very good. You get a gold star. Yeah, yeah. We have our teacher. Our teacher is here. She got a red pen. She's yeah, going over she's, the agenda with a red pen right that, now. That little, that little stamp with the smiley yeah. face. I'm that leaving. red smiley face. You know. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. Oh, boy. All right. Next up, we have the NFL 100 wide receivers. So I think last week we did the quarterbacks. The quarterbacks. This week we're going to do the receivers. Uh, as you all know, probably the NFL Network, NFL, the NFL proper, uh, ranked their top 100 players since the history of the league, and they went position by position by position. So we're going sort of in reverse order. Whenever I see a guy, and Ben has the website pulled up, whenever I see a photo that's black and white, those guys should not be on the list. What's missing I'm from that picture is a cigarette hanging out yeah. of his mouth when he's making that catch. <laughs> yeah. Wait, did we show Sonia? We didn't show Sonia the picture of the first Chiefs Super Bowl where the quarterback was sitting on a full metal folding chair in a locker room. Oh, I saw it. Drinking a fresca, yeah, 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 yeah. smoking a cigarette. Yep, Love yep, it. Yep. Uh, so to Friday's point, last week, these guys simply, this I guy, know they were competing against who they were competing against. He has no against. face mask. This Raymond Berry. Don't you know Raymond Berry? Everybody <laughs> knows Raymond Berry. I, I have his rookie card. <laughs> yeah, from, 19, Steve from 1955, you know, next to a, a movie poster I mean, from American Randy, Graffiti. You got Randy Moss, Jerry Rice, you know, Larry Fitzgerald, which I love, but I have no idea who Raymond Berry is. I have no idea who Elroy Hirsch is from 46 to 57 and Don Hudson. From 35 to 45. I mean, who are these guys? These guys weren't on the same level yeah, of these other dudes. I agree. I agree. So they have uh, Lance Allworth, Raymond Berry, Larry Fitzgerald, Marvin Harrison, uh, Elroy Hirsch, Don Hudson, Steve Largent. Yes, baby. Randy Moss, Jerry Rice, and Paul Warfield. Yeah. You know who's missing from that list? Who is missing from that list? Antonio Brown. Brown. <laughs> no, Antonio Brown. I'm not just saying oh, this. Fuck I'm you, not Antonio just Brown. saying this. You're going to take a shot for that right now. Oh, come on. That's man. our drinking game, Ben. If you say anything negative about him, you take a shot. Oh, you just Even though that, I agree with you. You, you gave me a layup. Seriously, there. Antonio Brown. <laughs> Antonio Brown is seriously one of the best receivers that I've you ever watched. You think he should be on this list? That I've ever watched play the game. Wow. Is he on my snubs? He's got, no, he's, he's not got, on my He's snubs. got some of the stickiest hands that I've ever seen. And the way that guy runs That's routes, from the gummies, from the dick gummies. I, I, I don't, he just rubs the dick gummies on his hands. Oh, uh, man. When he played for the Pittsburgh Steelers, yeah. you were quite happy with him. Yes, but, I mean, he was. come on, man. Can you really deny that he was not one of the best wide receivers that you've ever seen play for phenomenal. your team? He might have been the best wide receiver I've ever yeah. seen play. Yeah. Wow. And, and, that, that just 
that just maybe you took the shot away. Yeah, cancel yeah. it, but half a shot. Half uh, a shot. Fuck Antonio Brown. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There it is. There it is. Give ben me the. I want. I shot. want the fire, not the apple. Uh, but yeah. So we're so we're going through this. We're I know. Go, we're going. Now you got to uh, give oh, them I don't the get apple. To choose. All right. Now I'm taking the apple. So it's Jim Beam <laughs> apple. But yeah. So every week we're going to go through these. We probably won't necessarily hit yeah. every single position because I can't wait to see Friday's uh, opinion about the the kickers that made this list. I don't even know who they are yet. So uh, I haven't checked that page yet. But not so, Hauska. But we do have <laughs> no, some, there's some notable people that have been left off this list, though. Lynn Swan is not on this yeah, list. Michael Irvin is not on yeah. this Wait, list. Antonio list is Brown, this? this is the, the NFL. NFL's list. This is the all black, know? this is the all Honeymooners <laughs> team. You know, it's all, it's all black and white. You know, it's, it's from, I love Lucy Days. Uh, but I mean, I'm not sure necessarily whether Paul Warfield should be on that list. I'm not sure whether Lance Allworth should be on that Maybe list. Maybe he was. Um, I'm not even sure whether Marvin Har- Harrison necessarily, oh, was, as a possession was, receiver, should be on that he, list. He was, he was great, man. Come on. All right, here, I'm going to take this shot. Take your shot. That's our drinking game. If Ben says apple? anything negative about Antonio yeah. Brown or any other team in his yeah. division. or That's terrible. If Sonia says anything negative about any team in her division, which she has not yet in uh, in the I NFC did. West. and did you, I think you took a shot once. Yeah. And if I she say any, anything negative about the Dallas Cowboys or any team in my division, then I take a shot. It's just a drinking game that we've had running on the show for the past year since almost Antonio now. Brown, since since, since got Antonio sick Brown. Of me talking about Antonio Brown last season. Yeah. But I think I think he has – what it, I mean – Compared to these guys, he's better than Raymond Berry. I don't know what the fuck that is. Elroy Hirsch, <laughs> better than him. And Don Hudson, you know, better than him as well. Pa- you know? Paul Warfield. Well, because I just, I mean, those I mean, guys. look at Don Hudson right there. He's got, a, he's got a, isn't that a, yeah, isn't that a wrestler's helmet? I mean, isn't, that the, isn't that what stops you from getting cauliflower here? I mean, their 40 would probably be like seven seconds. I could probably run faster than Don Hudson. These guys <laughs> were all fast, as fast as Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> But no, but there are some. But what do you think? Michael Irvin was left off yeah, the that's, list. That's Fred Bolitnikoff was left off the list uh, from Ooh. the was Raiders. It, wasn't he? Um, uh, a ballot, <laughs> ballot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's a, James Lofton was left off this list. Antonio Brown was left off. Nelson this Aguilar list. missing. Terrell Owens was left off this list. Yeah, well, Terrell Owens oh. was also a great receiver as well. Yeah, I mean, there are some players out there that probably should be on this list. I mean, I I think if you're going to go Rice or Harrison, I think you go Rice or Harrison, not Rice and Harrison. They're both possession receivers, amazing receivers. But if you're going to have a possession receiver on this well, list, Jerry Rice would be. I would have Jerry Rice on this list. I would probably take Harrison, stop, drop, and roll off this list. <laughs> oh, uh, well, that was his. I mean, catch the ball, fall down, catch the ball, fall hey, down. Unless as it's long playoff. as you have the first down, whatever. Um, you know, and I put some of the, I, I would probably have Terrell Owens, I think probably deserves, Belitnikov probably deserves to be on it. Lynn Swan probably deserves to be on this list as well. So yeah, Lynn uh, Swan, definitely. I, 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 I do agree with that. That's, that's for sure. Yeah. I mean, we talked last week, well, just like, uh, uh, Sonia, uh, Bradshaw, Bradshaw yeah. and, and I, and I listened to some, I actually searched on the web for some commentary and some old film on Bradshaw. Bradshaw had a gun for an arm. I think because he's such a goofball and because his defense was so good, people overlook him. But on that quarterbacks list, you know, the last week we had yeah, who is it? You know, Sammy Baugh instead yeah. of instead of Terry Bradshaw. We had Otto Graham instead of Terry Bradshaw. You know, yeah, but you guys, we had we had Roger Staubach instead of Terry Bradshaw. Then I okay, here you go. Here's some homework for you too. I would say pull I told up, you she was the teacher. Pull up some film on any of these guys, and for that period though, for, for that for that period, I don't yes. even know if you could find film on Raymond Berry. 
No, you no, just have to imagine. It's like it's like one it's of those film clips. Where it's, it's like where, <laughs> like, where it's you like to, the first Mickey Mouse film. You have to spin the the. the oh the, yeah. Would you call that? Would you thing. call that thing we have? When we were kids, sweetie, with the like you click it, the <laughs> red, the viewfinder. Would yeah, you call it? Yeah. It's like you, yeah, you, you, you gotta. You were lucky. You know, we actually I remember that. I we was, had to list like one you know, picture at a time. You you uh, you aged me on this yeah, on the yeah, podcast that's earlier. Yeah. That's true. Like, this, I'm not aging you though. Yeah, you know, the years are aging me, but still, is, <laughs> nature is doing that to you. Uh, but, but Sonia, do you have any thoughts about about uh, about this list? Duck Baldwin's not on this list. Has there, has there been? Yeah. Is there another well, receiver? The, the, I, can, I can't think of another receiver besides Largent that played. I was for just about to say, are these past players? But no, I see Fitzgerald is still. I mean, Fitzgerald. He'll, that, yeah. he definitely, He's going to be on the next NFL 100 list. He definitely deserves to yes, be there. He does. I oh, mean, for sure. Just I mean, player sure. and human being. This guy is a fucking amazing dude. Yep. And, and he's a cardinal. Yeah, he's in I know. My yeah. division, yeah. and I like him. Yeah, yeah. He's he's just a likable guy. Yeah, he is. Wait, did you and say great, something nice about someone in your division? You have to regurgitate a shot. <laughs> I think there's Jim Beam Peach. Did you know that? Yeah, that's coming soon. Oh my god! Oh god, you're killing me, man. I saw it today. All right, but that—I mean, we just generally speaking, we think these lists. I—I th- I, I agree with Franny. I feel like they have to try to show how smart they are by finding yeah. these guys from some obscure time period I where they were like six teams in a league and they're the Canadians winning five <laughs> championships with literally six teams in the you NHL around just because you weren't around. We well, there's, there's have... six teams. I mean, you yeah, but to... it's, it's like, it's like when you have, um, you know, gymnasts or ice skaters, yeah. like when somebody's like doing like one twirl and yeah. it's like, it was amazing back in 1950. And then you have these people now jumping right. through the air doing like, yeah, Simone Biles is like, you know, yeah, like Simone Biles is doesn't you know she's like way above anybody in the seventies or eighties or actually well she's the best of all time, but I mean these these it's like there's a different time period you know absolutely I mean, and, and, yeah. and that those dudes that are in those black and white photos their their athletic ability like Ben brought up Doug Baldwin and Doug Baldwin is is a great wide receiver I agree. he's better than those guys I, I'm sure yeah. he is but Lynn Swan I mean come on yeah how yeah. can he not be all on right. that list how can Bolitnikov not be on that list if you're going to throw in I'm going to give those the former USSR leader yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give those black and whites some credit. All right, okay. Sonia's given them. They were good back then. Because we're they old. Were. Sonia's representing the old folks out Thanks, here. Thanks, <laughs> Well, we're the same age. Thank so you. We are the same age. Uh, but yeah, that was, I thought it was an interesting, you know, an interesting endeavor by, yeah. uh, by the NFL to, to rank these. I mean, I know that no one's going to be happy uh, regardless of how this thing goes down. But, uh, you know, I, I just thought it was an interesting, interesting, interesting uh, endeavor. Mm-hmm. All right, Franny, next up, we had a vote. A poll by Insight Pest Solution rep ranking the most annoying fans <laughs> in the NFL. Oh, wow. Uh, I thought right. well, this was really, really list. interesting because all, the reason I wanted this on the agenda is all because right, all of annoying. our teams are on it. I'm not annoying. So according to <laughs> Less Insight, annoying. Less annoying, Sonia. They had thousands and thousands and thousands of That's responses awesome. to this poll. And Franny, who is, are the most annoying fans in the NFL? I don't agree with this list because <laughs> it should be this it list. should be the Dallas Cowboys are the most annoying fan base because they've accomplished nothing in a quarter of a century oh. and they still think they're going to win the Super Bowl every single freaking year. Shot, shot, shot. But shot, number shot. number one though is New England. But they've won. They've been winning. So why are they annoying? Because they won. Their accent. Is, is that they're, it? they're annoying because of their accent? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that was my that that, that was my uh, yeah my, yeah. Uh, yeah. But the most the annoying cat. teams in yeah. the NFL, Smart number, Pack, 
Smart Park. <laughs> All right, the top three. Oh, what what are they, Sonia? Uh, you can, you can. Uh, All right, top, top. Let, we got, let, we got our, we got our screen go. working this week. So I'll Sonia's going to tell us. I could actually which NFL fans bug people the most. Apparently, I want to know who these people are. But thousands and thousands we'll, of respondents. We'll do the top this is the way four. the world works now. It's all about polls and. I'll, I'll spare you the tweets. top ten. So the top <laughs> four, starting at the bottom, at eight point six percent. Steelers, baby. Oh yeah, to start with them, right? <laughs> See, I don't. I don't. Find, How could you possibly find Steelers See, I don't fans find annoying? Steelers fans annoying. I've never even met an annoying Steelers they've fan. They've had success for the entire franchise. What, franchise like, well, 50s, 60s, not so much. But I mean, you guys were what found in 1933, right? Yeah. It was 33 around there. Uh, but you know, since then you've had success in the 70s. Not so much in the 80s, 80s but 90s, we were competitive. Yes, 90s, yes, in the 2000s, we early com- 2000s. We, we were competitive through we, yeah. know, 500, a little bit above 500 that yeah. whole time. Yeah, yeah. So I don't I don't find Steelers fans annoying at all. Who's next up after that, Simon? <laughs> next up on the big screen <laughs> at 9.02% are the Philly Eagles. And I think that's kind of low, actually. I think that might <laughs> should be yeah. a little higher. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean, they're well. I mean, they're well known. You'll Philly be hearing fans. about that Super Bowl win for like the next twenty years, <laughs> even on All or Nothing. You're like, even the players are like, "Fuck, if we lose this game, <laughs> yeah, yeah." I mean, we're not even going to be able to I go mean, out to it's, dinner. It's 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 a very passionate fan base, and and no, tinted windows I'm in their car. I'm not from Philly, but you know, I, I I think I fell in to the right you know organization <laughs> to root for when I was a little kid in the. You, you know, know the booing of Santa Claus, the throwing of batteries, yeah, yeah you know, yeah. all of that. But I don't find them to be annoying. I find I find Philadelphia fans to be passionate. Yeah. To me, I agree with Franny. Dallas fans, I mean, I had to listen to Dallas fans my whole life. You're not you're not winning and why are you talking to me? Yeah. Why are you so con- con- you know, why are you so confident in what you're saying to me right now? You haven't won a playoff game in 20 years. Well, they, they, or, they, they or won one playoff, playoff game. But, I mean, they haven't made it to the first, championship. A first game, round but, playoff game. Yeah. You haven't Got past the first round in like 20 plus years. Well, they beat the Seahawks. You had to bring in Parcells <laughs> and all these other guys, and you still couldn't do it. And yet, to talk to you, you think you would have won, you know, you're the New England Every Patriots. Every single year. I hate Skip Bayless. It's just like the worst. Everyone man. hates Skip Bayless, except yeah. for Lil Wayne, apparently. Yeah. But he, yeah. <laughs> Skip! But he's, he is, oh he is. Uh, yeah, but yeah. I, I think it's, it's. But how could the Cowboys not even be on this list? The Cowboys are right there. Oh, they're next up. Next up at 13.34%. Cowboy fans are bug people the most, I should say. I shouldn't say the most annoying. Yeah. And that should be higher. That should definitely be a lot. Uh, the, the, the percentage should be, well, it should be number one. They should be number one. I actually agree with Franny on that. I, I mean, they are the most. I mean, why? When Michael, me- Ir- Mike, when Michael Irvin was hiding crack rocks under his under his <laughs> under his couch <laughs> with prostitutes, you know, their feet, you know, trying to hide the crack rocks from the police <laughs> as they came in the, as they came in the, the hotel room, they were still telling me how great they were and how it was so unfair that the that the police and everyone were attacking the Cowboys God, and they were just... a disaster. They were a yeah. mess personally. But seriously, for twenty five years, they've done absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing, but they always think they're going to go to the Super Bowl every single year, no matter who the quarterback is. Even this no next who, coming up year. I know. We're going to hear a lot about it from the, every single Cowboys uh, commentator or, or fan or whoever. But yeah, they should they should be number one. But Sonia, who is number one? Number one team that bug people the most, I can't believe it, are the New England Patriots. Chowda! <laughs> 
Smart pack. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I, w- I would say, I mean, by a Dallas, big margin, thirty-four and yeah, a half. I don't even People yeah. hate winners, man. Yeah, I know. Seriously, yeah, man. I guess it's you know jealousy comes into play. Yep. Um, I was one of the, them the team. For a long time. I would put the team up there at thirty-five percent. Yeah. Uh, because of the cheating and the, the <laughs> obfuscating and the terrible interviews and the terrible press conferences and all that. But the fans, I don't find Patriot fans to be that annoying. Uh, uh yeah. I mean, I. Cowboy yeah. fans are way Cowboy. more. Annoying. I mean, only because there's there's more of them out here on the West Coast. Maybe on the East Coast, they're everywhere. They are yeah. like bugs. It's yeah. a perfect, perfect. It's a perfect <laughs> company. Bug like, people, like they like scat. Like they don't scatter. They come out in the daylight. <laughs> they're like cockroaches that are always out in the daylight. But I, I seriously do think it should be Dallas by a large margin, and then the Patriots right after them. And I'm, I'm not going to even argue the Eagles. The Eagles are, are up there, too. Um, but, Sonia, yes. you guys are number one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. Six on yeah. there. Well, Seattle the Seahawks. Packers are up there, too. The thing that bothers me about Seattle Seahawks fans huh. is that there were no Seattle Seahawks fans except for you, Sonia, yep. until, you know, yep. just, what, recently? I mean, it was it was from about 2005 yep. when all of a sudden... All of a sudden, everybody's a Seattle fan. Yeah, that, 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 that bandwagon started to fill up. But Sonia always has been a Seattle Seahawks right. fan. To all listeners out there, even before they found any sort of success, <laughs> to all the listeners. Sonia, yeah. even with that old, ugly, depressed-looking Seahawk logo on I the side of their helmet... love that logo. Sonia was still a Leave fan. Leave my boys alone. <laughs> Leave my boys alone. Well, I mean, I don't know. Who else, who else is on the list? I mean, Green Bay was right before. Yeah. The yeah, Jets yeah. Were, were. The Jets like, are last. You, the Jets are last. How can you find the Jets fans annoying? Also, people, Raiders fans. Raiders fans on the West Coast, they're also very annoying. What about Saints fan? I mean, come on. Who? I mean, the Saints, I respect the Saints only because they were bad for so long and they finally found a little bit of success. You know, I mean, they were called the Aints for so many years because yeah. they were just that terrible. And then even Minnesota, I, I mean, they're crybabies, really. Yeah, that's true. But, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really find them annoying. But, you know, which other team that's not on there would you say annoys you? Uh, Miami. I grew up on the East Coast. Well, in New York, there's a lot of Miami fans, and they wear all their gear, and they talk. I'm like, honestly, come on. Dan Marino retired 20 years ago. I can't. I can't. I just can't. Yeah, I I think Um, creeping up on that list pretty soon will be Kansas City fans. Oh, probably. Uh, They're going to start coming out of the woodwork. Ravens fans. Ravens. Ravens fans. There's not a ton of Ravens fans out here, though. Out here. I mean, on the East Coast, I'm not sure. Uh, Broncos fans aren't that annoying. Yeah. Chargers fans are annoying. There's yeah, like what the five that you the run one into. One that you, that you have, know. the one guy. Uh, Packers fans aren't there. <laughs> Packers <laughs> are on there. Yeah, the Packers <laughs> are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's it. Not too annoying. Yeah, Cardinals fans, Niners fans, Niners fans aren't the best. Yeah, Niners fans can Niners be a little annoying because they're the they're prevalent on the West Coast, obviously. But yeah, I mean, since they lost the Super Bowl, they're going to quiet down a little bit. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I think the California teams are like half the NFL team. <laughs> feels like it. All right. Next up this week or the past week, uh, the opponents, team opponents were announced. And as Franny always oh. tells our fans and our Ooh. listeners out there, thank you all so much for listening. Franny is a huge Eagle fan. I'm a huge Steeler fan. And Sonia is a huge Seahawk fan. So we just wanted to give you guys a breakdown as to at least our home and away opponents. 
The Steelers will have the Bengals, Browns, Ravens, Colts, Texans, Redskins, Eagles, and Broncos. Yes, Ben. <gasps> at we home. We play each other. We play each other. Awesome. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you guys play home. each other? In, at, at home. At home. Yeah, you got to come to Pittsburgh. Finally. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Finally. You gotta, you gotta, Can't gotta, wait. Finally. You got to cross. You got to <laughs> cross between Pittsburgh and Philadelphia down through Pennsylvania to get to us. But you are coming and playing us this year. That's uh, cool. Our away teams are, again, Bengals, Browns, Ravens, Jags. Thank you. Thank you, NFL. Titans, Cowboys, Giants, and Bills. Pretty easy schedule, actually, right yeah, there. Just beat the Steelers. Cowboys, Ben. Beat yeah. the Cowboys. But that is a pretty easy schedule for us. Yeah, I'm actually do. looking forward to this this schedule. It's not it's that bad. Jealous. I mean, the Ravens. We got to play them twice every that's, year. That's yeah. going to be tough. Well, we got the Bengals and Browns twice. We got the Colts, who are going to suck. We got the Jags, who are going to suck. The we got Texans. The, the Texans Redskins. are a pretty good team. Um. Yeah, I mean, you just never know how the Giants are going to shape out. I mean, the Giants might actually be a pretty decent team this year. Uh, the Bills, who beat you this year as well, obviously without your starting quarterback, but the Bills <laughs> have been, you know, pretty good this year. Yeah, you uh, suck. Uh, you, yeah. But but you didn't have your quarterback. <laughs> but you know, you did suck. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like oh that. That's you did lose. I, I I think you know the Steelers would have won that game if they had a, a competent quarterback. That's true. That's true. Uh, next up, we got the 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 A. Where's the A? Where did the, the, the NFC West? There West. it is, right there. There it is. The NFC West: Seahawks, Niners, Oof. Rams, Cardinals, Cowboys at FML. home. Giants, Jets, Patriots, and Vikings. Jesus Christ! Yeah, you guys got a tough schedule. And a, we away, always have a tough schedule. Away, you got forty. Not only do I have to play the Rams twice, the Forty Niners twice. I've got. Oh, you the, play the Eagles too. Awesome, I, again, son. Yes. away at your yes. house. Yes, with the batteries and that swoop. Oh my God, you guys are going to kill me. The losing streak will end this this coming <laughs> season, and, and it's going to be in the cold weather at near the end of the year. I'm worried about that team. I'm worried about that team because if it's late in the season, the Seahawks have proven to be a dirty team. <laughs> yeah, uh, Jadavion Clowney. Jadavion Clowney wants a big so, contract. I don't want Wentz to play in that game. It's all right. We don't have Clowney. But uh, away you have Niners, Rams, Cardinals, Redskins, Eagles, Bills, Dolphins, and Falcons. We all play the Bills. Well, at least uh, Sonny and I both play the Bills. Yeah. Which should be interesting because they're uh, a team that's near and dear to our hearts. And the NFC East. And let's find it. Oh, I went by the NFC East. There my apologies. Are. There's the Eagles at home. Cowboys, <sighs> Giants, Redskins, Seahawks, Ooh, Seahawks. Rams, <laughs> Ravens, Bengals, and Saints. That's a tough home schedule right there, Franny. Uh, minus the, minus Ravens, Washington, that's a tough schedule. Ravens and Saints, yeah. You yeah, got to play the, the Ravens and, and you got to play the Saints. Bengals with uh and the with Joe Burrow yeah, and well, the Packers. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> well, well, he claims he's gonna he'll hold. be a rookie. He'll he be claims a rookie, he's so. going to hold out, but I have my doubts whether he's going to leave that money. Yeah, but on I the think table. I think out of you know all the teams that we named here, I think the Seahawks have the hardest uh, hardest we schedule. Have the yeah. hardest and at home, you got the Cowboys, Giants, Redskins, Niners at home away. Uh, Cardinals, Steelers, Browns, and Packers. Mm-hmm. That's a, I don't know that that schedule right there. If the Giants are any good, that that's right up there with the Seahawks schedule. Yeah, I still think the Seahawks have a little tougher road because they play the Niners twice. They play the Rams twice as well. So the Rams, the who? Yeah, well, the Rams are still gonna be a good team. Uh, we shall see about that. <laughs> All right, Franny, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben. Wait, we do we have our feel good story? Well, we have our tag team news first. Uh, well, we have NFL news and, and feel good story together. Oh, I left out the tag team news. Yeah. What? Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. See, yeah, you can pull up, pull up your uh, your agenda there, Ben. You wrote it. Oh, that's <laughs> right, that's right. So NFL news we just talked about, and then your feel good story. I do have a feel good story. That is right, and this one is actually something that I think that Sonya will like a lot. 
Uh, this is something that happened after the Super Bowl last year, or this this year, actually. Uh, there was uh, a little bit of a feel-good story. Found <laughs> saying, fuck you. You put the agenda together. Don't tell me what's next up on the big board. Yeah, I sort of said that. That's true. <laughs> now get to it, Ben. But that's why, that's <laughs> why, see, feel good story. this is why I buy, you know, such, such thoughtful <laughs> gifts so that, so that I could criticize it. <laughs> uh, but this is Derek, <laughs> this is Derek Nadi <laughs> of the Kansas City Chiefs. Sonia, yes. 91 dogs from a Kansas City animal Shut shelter up. will soon have new homes or did oh. do have new homes. Courtesy of Kansas City Chiefs defensive lineman Derek Nottie, uh, in response to the Chiefs' 31 to 20 victory over the San Francisco 49ers in Super Bowl 54, Nottie paid the adoption fees for the dogs who were in the shelter as of Sunday for oh. as long as it takes for those dogs to be adopted. Adoption fees at the KC City Project Kennel normally run about $150, so that's $150 for 90 one separate Aww. dogs. A spokesperson for the KC Pet Project said 20 dogs have been adopted through the program as of early a couple weeks ago. 10 dogs might usually be adopted on an average day. Nadi sponsored a program during the regular season in which he paid for the adoption fee for one hard-to-adopt dog after each Chiefs victory. Oh, my god! All of the dogs in that program found a home. I knew Sonia would like this. Aww. Sonia, what say you? I love him. Where is he? I need to see him, and I'm going to write to him. <laughs> yeah, he is a defensive lineman for the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. I love it. Oh, what a sweet thing to do. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, so, there's another story here. Mike Vick also had 91, <laughs> 91 dogs, dogs. Uh, adopted from the shelter uh, and then murdered. Oh, my God, <laughs> you guys. Wasn't he your quarterback for yeah, it? Yeah, he, he was just also my quarterback. He was your quarterback for a second too, but I just couldn't stay away from that. Talking about dogs, I mean, that that was a terrible story. I mean, and, nice and he's murders. completely turned around his life as well. But um, just when you're talking about dogs, NFL players, that's the first thing that jumps. Unfortunately, oh, yeah. for sure. Unfortunately, yeah, for sure. yes. But Sonny, what do you think but, about that? I, I think it's wonderful. What a what a what a thoughtful thing. I mean, I know a lot of people they want to go and they want to help children and the elderly, and and that's phenomenal. But you know, these animals are just, uh, you know, they're they're near and dear to my heart. As you know, I would I would probably want ninety one here in my backyard. I know I could fit them, but someone won't <laughs> let me. Um, well, we have j- jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, so kudos to him. Uh, that that really makes me happy, and I'm going to root for him. Yeah, Ben. So you only need 89 more dogs. I guess, apparently. <laughs> but that's our field good story. I've actually been holding on to that one. I, I held on to it for like two or three different waiting weeks. For waiting, waiting for Sonia. Waiting for Sonia to, to be on the podcast, <laughs> because it's usually like, you know, something that she's not interested in, like funding a build a business development project in a small town <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. or something. Stop it. Yeah, How do you guys feel about this wonderful story? That's, that's, that's what Ben always asks. <laughs> but I knew Sonia would like this one. I love it. So I tried that's to find one for cool. you. All right. That's our feel good story. That Thanks, Ben. Friday, that was good. Friday loves. I love the lead in and lead out music. I mean, or not lead out, but fade out or whatever. Ben's it's actually playing the piano here. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Friday, according to the agenda, what's next up on a big board? <laughs> according to the Next agenda. up now, Ben, we have our tag team news, our Thurston Goal news, Eagles news for me, Seahawks news for Sonia, and Steelers news for you, Ben. All right, folks, we'll be right back with our tag team news.
All right, and now it is time for the tag team news of Thurston Gold News Ben. And first up on the docket is that what's on the agenda? That is, is that what we're going to talk about now? The agenda. We're not skipping over anything. All right, next up, C- first up, Seahawks. <laughs> Woohoo! Mar Sean Lynch is Mar Sean Lynch contemplating a comeback, but not at running back, but as their closer at fullback. One of the biggest stories in the 2019 NFL season was the Seahawks bringing back legendary running back Marshawn Lynch after the team's three main running backs all suffered season-ending injuries in the team's final few weeks. Lynch is a free agent and turns 34 in April. He has already retired twice from the NFL, once officially by sitting out the 2016 season and unofficially and going over 400 days without playing from the 2018 to 2019 season. But if he were to decide to play again, could he find a role with the Seahawks in 2020 as their goal line back, their fullback, their blocking back, their short yardage back, stick with Carson and the rest of those guys, but bring him back as a fullback to play, you know, halftime. Uh, one quarter of the time. What do you think, Franny and Sonia? Yes. Yeah, what do you think, Sonia? I think. (laughs) (laughs) No hesitation. I mean, he could just come back and sit on the bench. As long as he's there, he's good for us. Yeah. Um, he brings back that that team spirit, the morale. Everyone loves him. I mean, the, the from what I've read, um, when he came back to play, um, this past season, just for the two or three games, the guys in the in the locker room when he walked in on his first day just just to suit up and practice. I mean, the guys are sitting there with their jaws just dropped. They're like, "That's Marshawn Lynch." Mm-hmm. I, I I just think that he he adds so much to the team, and he doesn't even have to play. Yeah, I completely agree with Sonia. I mean, just he just adds to the team, uh, the team, the team the chemistry. <laughs> You're so keen. You know, especially in the locker room. And if he can come in as a closer every now and then, Absolutely. as a blocker or as a fullback on the goal line. I mean, they, you know, the, the, the Seahawks don't have a great record on the goal line. But if, <laughs> no, if they do decide to run the ball, <laughs> I mean, it, it, <laughs> yeah. stick the knife in and just twist it. Thanks. No, yeah, but I mean, it, well, it's true. That's your quarterback. It's true. It's true. No, but I, I would definitely. Well, they had if, a good record can, on the goal line. Yeah. That was why they should have. Had that's, a better that's record. Exactly. Than exactly. Okay. exactly. Okay. Remember what happened, Ben, in Super Bowl? Uh, I don't yeah. know. Oh, all right, guys. Thank you so much. I'm leaving. <laughs> no, no, but if, 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 uh, if he does come back for a reasonable contract, obviously you don't want to pay the guy a ton of money. Right. Um, if it's for the right amount of money, um, and it's reasonable for the Seahawks organization, then definitely he should come back and they should find a way for him to come back because he's a good mentor for all the young guys on the team. Mentals for their mentals and to take care of their chickens. Yeah, I mean, his stats stats don't jump off the page. 30 carries for 67 yards in his three games with the Seahawks this season. But at the goal line, he scored four touchdowns in the three games that he played. All the touchdowns were on runs of five yards or less. Could you imagine Carson running the ball down the field and Lynch just Pounding it in <laughs> at the goal stats. line, a fresh for fantasy owners. I yeah, mean, right. You're in good hands with Allstott. You're in good hands with Mike Allstott. Allstott. You're in good hands oh. with Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> I mean, to me, I think ten million bucks, even ten million. That's bucks. a lot. That's of a money. lot. Of the CEO's got a lot of cap space. That, but that ten no. million dollars. That's where I would not sign the guy for ten million because you can find enough for fifteen touchdowns. That, He's not going to score 50 touchdowns. Uh, 15, 15. Oh, 15. I, I think he said 50. F- I was like, damn, man, that's really high. <laughs> that's like my numbers. It was like my numbers for Derek Carr last week 300 touchdowns. 
<laughs> is that what you said? Yeah, yeah. You should have been like, on the all-time 100 QB list. Right, right. There, he's like, uh, he was trying to be all polite. He's like, I think that might be a little high uh, on the me. touchdown. Excuse me, uh, Ben. I think you're right. I think that number turned out to be 143, <laughs> which is still a decent. That's that's a good that's number right there. That's not bad. But uh, no, I mean, if 10 million is a lot of money, you know, I'm thinking like two million, but 10 million, that's a lot because he's just a part-time player. Yeah. Well, but yeah, all right, maybe five million. That's I, I just five is a lot. Yeah, no, we'll do five. We'll do touchdowns. five. I think he'd score fifteen to eighteen touchdowns. He's worth it. Son is running the contract right now I as am. we speak. Yeah, Marshawn, yeah. you hear me? He's good for the NFL. He's good for the NFL. He's better for the NFL than Tom Brady because he, at least he adds some some cayenne pepper. His personality. I mean, he's an awesome, he's awesome. guy. I mean, he's, versus yeah. Miracle Whip over there, and uh, he's awesome <laughs> for Tom Brady. Uh, next up, Tomlin. Mike Tomlin comes out and blasts. Miles Garrett of the Cleveland Browns characterizing himself as hacked off. Mike Tomlin tells ESPN that his portrayal of the young quarterback Mason Rudolph over this past weekend, uh, Pittsburgh's coach Mike Tomlin cleared the air, said he thought it was appropriate that Mason was properly defended. Tomlin said on first take, and he fully supports Mason Rudolph against Miles Garrett accusation that Rudolph used a racial slur during an on-field tussle. We talked about this a little bit last week, but now mm-hmm. Tomlin is coming out full-throated again in defense of his quarterback, and I love, Good love, love to I see it. I completely job. agree with Tomlin, and I believe Mike Tomlin, and we did talk about it, like you said, Ben, last week, but um, you know, even if, if, there, if there was a racial slur used by um, uh, Mason Rudolph. I mean that does, that still. I mean it doesn't justify knocking guy in the right. head with his equipment. I mean that, that, I mean if he's coming trying to come up with a justification that 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 still doesn't make any sort of sense. Yep. You know yeah, I, don't, I don't believe anything was believe said. Story is I completely around. believe Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin works with Mason Rudolph in training every single day in practice. He knows how this guy is with his teammates in the locker room, and you know the majority of his teammates are. Also black, black yeah. Uh, was, uh, 65% maybe, I would yeah, say. No audio, yeah. no video, I mean, no witnesses. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, and there's microphones everywhere on the field that would have captured and that. It doesn't I mean, seem like the kind like of thing watching, that you would whisper in someone's ear. Yeah, just like we're watching All or Nothing. I mean, how many yeah. microphones, how many of these guys, how much audio we don't hear during the game, but we can hear it after the game. NFL films is everywhere. They're everywhere, everywhere. Their, their microphones and their cameras are what? everywhere. They don't use those giant parabolas like back in the day yeah. when, those, <laughs> when those guys on the NFL 100 played where they had the giant plastic, you know, uh, satellite dish yeah. just wandering up and down the sidelines. But yeah, I, I appreciate that, that Mike Tomlin came out and defended his quarterback, especially since he might end up being our starting quarterback this coming year, so he better defend him. Uh, but, Sonia, any thoughts on uh, Mason Rudolph and this story that will not go away? So, it, it, are, are they saying that that the reason why he swung at him is because... Because of uh, a him racial... using a racial slur. I mean, it's... it's... So, okay, I'm just going to say this and I want to try to be as sensitive as possible, I am sure there's more than just racial slurs that are thrown around on field when they're playing against each other. I mean, Cincinnati alone, I'm sure, has thrown quite a few slurs, not necessarily racial. I'm sure they're talking about their mama, their oh, wife, yeah. their, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah, I would. So, no, but I'm sure Mason Rudolph, like playing poker, sure Mason Rudolph said something. Absolutely. But I don't think it was racial. Absolutely. Because he was hit late in that unless game. He will, unless he wants to get hit with multiple helmets. When, right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Ex- from his own teammates. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And Marquis 
Pouncey is one of his biggest defenders, and he was right, right there. He was right there, yeah, exactly. Well, wasn't so. Pouncey kicking and him or why something? Was nothing, <laughs> he didn't kick him that hard. He didn't, <laughs> and why was, it looks like he deserved to be kicked. Why was nothing said in the press conference right afterward? I mean, I right. watched him sitting in front of his locker, and he he mentioned absolutely nothing. nothing. Miles Garrett said nothing about that incident on the field, and yeah. he didn't apologize really either. That's a lie. So how angry could he have been in the moment? No, I mean if that were, I mean if it were me, and, I, and that was said right to me, I would, I would, I would have like right after him on national television. Yeah, right afterward, I would say something. Yeah, because, I would wait a week after, right, the and then incident. change and then change what he actually said to you. Yeah, you know, over as over the course of the next, yes. you know, few weeks to months to try to get out of your. I mean, long Mason Rudolph suspension. does seem like a, a little bit of a douchebag, but you know, he wouldn't. I don't. I don't a think a bit he, of a douchebag. I mean, he seems what a, is this? A little bit, but I, I, you know, I, I don't. I don't think he said anything of the sort. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, next up, we have a little bit of Eagles news. Oh, I was looking at Antonio Brown. Oh, is he? Oh, is Antonio? Oh, Antonio Brown is next. You're right, Friday. Here, you you take the you take the notes from me tonight. Uh, Antonio Brown has spent recent weeks discussing everything from the XFL to his prior relationships with teammates Ben Roethlisberger and Juju Smith-Schuster. Brown is trying to get back into the good graces of the NFL after being released by the Patriots after just one game last season. And apparently he has an idea for taking the first steps to do it. Over the weekend, Brown told TMZ, always, always get your good news from TMZ Sports. The big <laughs> red buses going down Sunset Boulevard. That's where the real journalism is. That, that he plans to be at the league's upcoming combine this week to talk to owners and general managers. Franny, is anyone going to talk to him at this week's combine? Or are they going to close the door and look through the keyhole and say, who the hell are you and why are you here? Yeah, I don't, I don't think anybody's really going to talk to this guy. And I'm sure he's going to bring his posse onto the field. He's going to bring a camera crew onto the <laughs> Many field. Posses. I mean, he, he's he, just like at the Saints, whatever, the, the, the Saints uh, practice that he walked onto or whatever, and he was trying out for them. They told him not to bring anybody, but he brought everybody with him. I mean, I think he's going to create the same sort of spectacle at the Combine. And it, Ben, I'm just getting a shot ready for you because I know you will say something yeah, negative right now. Yeah, this asshole, he went on and <laughs> did the TMZ interview. And then he did uh, the Breakfast, uh, I think it's not called, the, yeah, I think it's called the Breakfast Club. It's a really good podcast, actually. It's a very well done podcast. I listened to as much of his interview as I could conceivably get through, but it was so terrible. I apologize, but everyone else is an asshole. I apologize, but it's not my fault. I apologize, but oh. <laughs> you know someone else did it. I apologize, but they just don't understand me. Here's your me. shot right there, Ben. I'm sorry, but... All you know. right, here we go. Here's another... Well, it's a half shot, so two it's half, half shots. Shot, so two half shots, yeah. Because it is sort of true. Mm. <laughs> that apple is terrible. It's not that bad. It's not as good as the fire. Well, you just have to say <laughs> how good is, the apple but what is. is he, I mean, first of all, the investigation is not concluded. The investigation hasn't even begun into his multiple, multiple, multiple problems mm. with sexual assault, with burglary, with the felon... With assault. The assault, with... You know, all, not paying, you know, not paying under the contracts that he's negotiated with folks that have done work for him. It just goes on and on and on. But what, what, I mean, it's essentially he's just showing up again to be a spectacle when there are, are people at that combine right out of college mm -hmm. trying to get themselves a job. Mm -hmm. They are trying to put on the best foot forward that they can. They have a whole bunch of new drills that are going to be announced and so excited out for the first time during this combine especially for the quarterbacks and he wants to rain on someone else's parade everyone knows how good he is everyone knows I how well he, he can the, play the top 100 so what is talking to a bunch of general managers or owners when they are there to try to scout new talent hmm. it's it, he's putting himself again front and center in a situation where he doesn't really belong 
I mean, just make a phone call. Have your agent, if you have an agent. I'm not sure who his agent is now. It's probably one of the several members of that posse that he brings with him. But I just think it's ridiculous. Why can't he not be in the news and why can't I not cover it? (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, honestly, Sonia, what do you think about him showing up when these kids are trying to impress general managers and impress scouts? Well, he's just going to make an ass out of himself anyways. I don't think anyone's going to pay him any mind right there. Okay, it's about the kid. Well, Young men that are out there trying trying to work their asses off. Well, I mean, they are off. kids. I mean, they're fresh out of they college. They are. They are. They are. Well, they're young men. Yeah, young men. Young well, women. This is their time possibly. to shine. This is their time to run Absolutely. an eight four forty like Tom Brady did. This is the time. <laughs> this is. But this is the time to. to, to for I agree. D, for DK Metcalf to go out there and and impress everyone. Yeah. And get himself a job. It's not the time Agreed. for Antonio Brown. I get to it. Stick his. But he's just going to do it. Again. He's going to do it. Who gives a crap? Leave him alone. Let him make an ass out of himself. No one's going to pay him any mind. Yeah, there were stories this week the Steelers might be interested in bringing him back, which oh. is probably the only team that could keep him under control. Mm. But I, I can't imagine the Steelers would bring him back. That would Ronnie, just... anything else oh. about... Uh, you might want him back, Ben. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the sad thing is I probably would take him back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I mean, did, you say, did you just say that, Ben? Championships wow. are hard Give to come by. Give him the bottle. Where's Championships the bottle? Are hard to, that was a nice thing. I that said was a nice thing. Yeah, for a while no. for once. It's been no, a while. No, no, but no. it is the only team that could probably so keep him under control. Chucky couldn't do it. Uh, Bill Belichick. For, well, actually, it was his uh, It was his off-the-field antics. antics that got him cut. But next up, this one is a. It's just after watching the first few episodes of All or Nothing, this one sort of broke my heart. Just to have to report on it, Friday. But Jason Peters, long time left tackle for the Philadelphia Eagles, after many, many, many seasons, is a free agent. And after drafting Andre Dillard last year and playing him in all seventeen games this year, it might be time. For the Steelers, not or not the Steelers, the, the Eagles, not to cut ties, but they can't pay two left tackles or have two left tackles on the roster uh, of this caliber. Franny, what do you think about potentially letting Jason Peters go for Washington State product Andre Dillard? Uh, I mean, I think it's time for Jason Peters to retire. I mean, the guy just can't stay healthy. He anymore. I mean, he, I mean, the last few seasons, even three seasons, I mean, he's missed a lot of time, a lot of game time. And um you know, it, it it puts the Eagles in sort of a predicament. You know, I mean, it's like you have to pay. You you know, obviously you want to keep this guy because he's been with the team for so long and he brings so much to the locker room. But you know, he has to think about sort of retiring, and the Eagles also have to think about moving on. So I don't, I'm not opposed to it. Okay. I mean, as, as much as much as I respect Jason Peters and everything he's done for the Eagles organization. I think it's sort of time to just move he? on, retire. He's about, he's old. I mean, he's old. Yeah, I think yeah. he's 36. Yeah, I, I think oh, then Seattle years old. I mean, might be interested yeah. in him. Well, Seattle actually, yeah, quite I frankly, I love the guy. Don't quite frankly, wrong, Seattle should be interested in him. Yeah, uh, yeah, they should be interested in all offensive linemen. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Right. any and all offensive linemen. They should be interested in CFL would, would, contracts would, coming down this week. I would hate to see him go anywhere else. I, I really yeah. would. I would hate to see him, you know, play for a different team. But I think it's it's really time for him to hang up the cleats. I think. You know, he's tried to come back so often, but it's just injury after injury after injury on the field. And it's it's, it's tough for the Eagles to try to fill in that plug in, plug in somebody else. I mean, it's just, you have to find a long term replacement for him. But Dillard was good. I mean, he had he saw time in all 17 games this season uh, that the Eagles played and he played fairly well in most of those games. It's just watching Jason after watching Jason Peters in 2017 single handedly shut down Khalil Mack in a game, just single-handedly take him out of the game. 
Uh, that might have been my most impressive moment in all of those games during the 2017 Eagles playoff run was just watching Jason Peters do that. It was it was a thing of beauty. Uh, I didn't think anyone could single-handedly control him the way that Peters did, and he did. Uh, but I agree with Franny. It might be time to, to move on, but left tackles are probably harder to find than quarterbacks, so... It will be it will be a risk if they if they move on from him. Sonia, any thoughts? Nope. Jason Peters. Nope. <laughs> Jason Pierre Paul. <laughs> Anything? No. Okay. Next up, we do have a little bit of Seahawks news. They've been a little light on news this off season because uh, they can't spend any money because of Russell Wilson's contract. <laughs> Stop it. He's he's got to he's got to support his new baby. But rather than signing the the aging Jason Peters, they decided to sign. Jason Witten's doppelganger, Greg Olson, <laughs> oh was signed God. by the Seahawks this week to a one-year, $7 million deal with $5.5 like Guaranteed. He, does. he actually does, son. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's spot on. Yeah. Did a couple XFL games, I think, this year. Did a few a little more yoked, NFL though. games. Yeah, a little bit. yeah, just a tad bit. <laughs> you know, he, his issue is he hasn't stayed healthy the last yeah. few years. Can't finish out a season, much like Jason Peters. He has a, an injury bug. But, you know, with Will Disley, is, he, is Disley coming back? Back this year, so I mean, Disley played pretty oh, well. It was it was, was actually was really phenomenal. good. Yeah, Hollister played. He played okay. He played okay. Well. One yard. One I yard. Know. That's all. You got to get your foot in the end zone to catch <laughs> or the ball. The, in the, the, the end zone. Get the ball over there. Oh god. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, Sonya. But I think it's a, I think it's a smart. <laughs> this is move why I don't watch XFL because <laughs> they're not going to they're not going to beef up that offensive line. So he's going to need some targets out there on those short to intermediate throws. And I think Greg Olson, if he can stay healthy and not be overused, I think he's going to be a blocker. It's like a Jimmy Graham Go out there and be a blocker. Be an effective blocker, you know, for Russell Wilson. Just go out there for that. Can someone be an effective blocker for Russell Wilson? So far, no. No. (laughs) He's like a free-range chicken, they say. But he, (laughs) well, what happened this offseason? Is he expecting a baby? What Something happened to him this offseason, right? Baby's coming. All right. I know Sonia is very happy. Uh, Seen a lot of Instagram pictures. Follows of, Russell you know, Wilson very yeah. closely. I Him do. and Ciara is that the name? Ciara. Yes. I feel like I'm part of their family. I'm a stalker. <laughs> <laughs> They're on vacation somewhere, like in Barbados or uh, Seychelles or somewhere where we can't always. afford to go, uh, and announce we their. We can afford it. We just, you know, have to pay mortgage. <laughs> well, he has to pay a mortgage too. He just, he just uh, uh, used the entire team salary cap to pay his mortgage. Oh my God, Ben. Well, what do you think about uh, bringing in? Uh, I mean, he's good. I mean, he's better than Jimmy Graham. I guarantee he will be better than Jimmy Graham was any of the seasons uh, that Jimmy Graham was there. I, I, I kind of just wish that we can. Not that I, I want to start over, but I would love to have a young team again. And we just keep picking up some of these older guys, and they're breaking. They're breaking down. They're breaking down. <laughs> they're breaking. They're breaking. Breaking yeah. two. An oil change. Breaking two. Electric electric the tires. Add what? One or two more games and another playoff? <laughs> Come on. All right. Us old people can't handle it. <laughs> I can't catch the boys. Is it made of leather? <laughs> that ball still made out of pig skin? All right, Sonia, no more. They're not taking uh, black and white photos, guys. Yeah, black and white. (laughs) My helmet, when your helmet is made out of the same material as the ball, you probably shouldn't be in the top 100. Oh, my God, you guys. All right, Frank. What's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, we have some mailbag questions. We forgot about this last week, but we'll answer those this week. Yeah, yeah. And I don't have any lead in music for the mailbag, but I will (laughs) absolutely get some music together for the mailbag in the coming weeks but thank you all fans of the show we truly truly appreciate you sending in 
all of your questions and we will continue continue to answer these as we receive them. Uh, first question from the mailbag is from Blitzchick at B-L-I-T-Z-C-H-K on Twitter. The question is, do you think the NFL would ever adopt the XFL transparency, Ray officiating, and the booth review? Why or why not on replay? Uh, I don't know, Ben. What do you think? I mean, I loved watching. We talked about it last week with uh, the transparency and the discussion going back and forth in the booth with uh, the official that was watching the tape. And no. I loved it. I mean, I thought it was great for the XFL. I just I don't know no. if the NFL. No, I, the they NFL. won't do it. I just don't think I don't think they'll do. I would They're love for them to do it. They're a little shady with certain things. Who's that that's guy right. in New York that's like the god of, of Al officiating? Riveron. Al Riveron, who seems to know everything, even though everything's obvious to the, on the field to all the <laughs> all the fans in the stadium and everybody watching the millions watching, you know, on their couches. Um, but with Al Riveron, whatever call comes down from him is the final call, even if it's wrong. And yeah, I don't I don't see the NFL doing it. And I don't know why. I I just understand. I don't understand it. Yes, I do not think they will either. Uh, I loved watching it in the XFL. I wa- I love watching it during the Renegades, the Houston Renegades versus St. Louis Battlehawks game this past weekend, mm-hmm. when even the the official up in the booth was saying was yelling at the camera operators, telling them that they were they were screwing up the angles that he wanted to see. And it, it's it's amazing to see you know the communication back to the officials on the field to see you know how they're making the call. And why? And to see what the decision-making process is, and how they're interpreting the rules in the booth, and it just gives you a bird's-eye view into exactly what's on their mind and what's on the mind of the officials on the field. I don't think they'll do it, and the simple answer is controversy. As Jerry Jones has said, controversy breeds dollars, and as long as there are calls that people can argue about, that Skip Bayless and uh, Shannon Sharp can argue about on first take. There will be the NFL doesn't have an incentive to fix it because they haven't fixed it. And viewership continues to increase year over year. The revenues continue to increase year over year. It hasn't affected the revenues or the the number of eyes that are on the on the product. And until that happens, I think the controversy is more important to the NFL than actually fixing it. But the XFL is absolutely has the correct, correct. I mean, they, they talk I mean, it the through. Formula is excellent, you know. I mean, I mean because you're watching them do the review in the booth, which is great. It's transparent, but yeah. And the, then you the get NFL to just, see and you get to hear yeah. why they made the decision they mm-hmm, did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the, in the Battlehawks game, there was a huge, huge potential fumble near the end of the game, and watching was it? Nope, nope, nope. His elbows down, elbow down. Down, down. Put the ball here. <laughs> Sounds like this you on the line. couch. You know, this is the number. This is because, but it was a, it was a touchdown. I think it was a fumble recovery for a touchdown that was really, really close. But watching him say, "Nope, elbow down." You know, mm-hmm. right here at this yard line. This is the amount of you know time on the clock. This is why I'm calling it this way. He had full control of the ball at the time that, that his elbow hit the ground. Done. But yeah, so my answer to that would be, and maybe they won't. also comes into you know a lot of folks talk about you know the conspiracy with the fixing the games and that sort of thing and because you don't know what they're saying exactly are they incompetent or are they doing it on purpose on purpose exactly and that but that controversy the nfl loves it yeah uh next up we have a question from mike putnam at putty p-u-t-t-y two seven seven three of the top five for fighting podcast the question is why do people look at matt stafford as the problem in Detroit. No. He is not. 
<laughs> he is we not don't. the problem in Detroit. Let's be He's clear. actually the only good player in Detroit. <laughs> yeah. The organization is terrible. They haven't surrounded the guy with good players. They haven't had a running back, a decent running back for God knows how many years now since Barry Sanders basically left the team. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I mean, when's the last time they had a good running back? If they had a good running game. Uh, you got me. Yeah. I mean, he would have, he would find, I mean, this year before Matt Stafford went out, the Detroit Lions were a pretty good team. Yep. Once he went out, we saw what kind of a team they are without him. Yeah. And if he I went, agree. if he went anywhere else, if he was with the Indianapolis Colts, if he was with the Chargers next year, if he was anywhere else that needs a quarterback, they would find some success because they would give him a little bit of help at least. I agree. I agree. I mean, Matt Stafford. You know, I mean, he's 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 a Super Bowl caliber quarterback. This guy could really carry a team to the Super Bowl yeah, with I mean, a good team around him. I mean, by the time he's done, he might shatter many historic quarterback records. Uh, last season against the Vikings, Stafford became the fastest quarterback ever to amass 40,000 passing yards in NFL, wow. in NFL history. Matthew Stafford has a total of 10 100-yard rushers in his career. And in those nine games, Stafford is 8-2. and two, And one of those came against Kansas City last year. That just goes to show they don't run the ball well. They don't stock up on, on defense. They're going to trade away Darius Slay this offseason. Mm-hmm. They don't give him a running back. They don't protect him well enough. They don't put a decent defense on the field. In short, Detroit sucks. Yeah. <laughs> they have a terrible team. They have a terrible front office, and mm-hmm. they've had terrible, well, not terrible coaching. They've had some pretty good coaching. Not now. But the personnel has been terrible over the years. I mean, if he's nine, what is he, eight and two in, in games where he has a 100-yard rusher, yeah. you think the data alone would lead you to maybe figure out a, a way back? to run. And they, <laughs> and Carry on Johnson is a good running back, but they get away from running the ball so quickly in those games it's almost like the, the reverse seahawks mm-hmm. instead of running the ball when they should be passing the ball they're passing the ball when they should be running the ball mm-hmm. uh sonny what do you think about matt stafford no i agree with what frana said i i they need to surround him with better players he's i, I always liked him i yeah. i always liked the lions too he's a so solid I just, quarterback yeah, he's one he of is. the best quarterbacks quarterback. in the league yeah he's, he's definitely top 10 he's, he's top 10 he's definitely up yeah. there they have one playoff win since the 1950s. Last year, they finished 3-12-1, and but Detroit was 0-8 in the games that Stafford did not start. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, it, it's not fair at all to, nope. to, to criticize and I don't know Stafford. Why, I, and exactly, I don't understand why people do criticize him. And who yeah. is criticizing him? Everyone. Probably Detroit Lions fans. But it's all, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, constant, it's yeah. constant criticism, both in Detroit and outside of Detroit, because he's Stupid. an easy target as a quarterback. He, he did get a huge contract. A few years ago, but last year he averaged 312 yards in the games that he played, mm-hmm. 19 TDs, five interceptions, and a 65% completion rate. Which is great. Last year in eight games, he threw five fewer touchdowns last year than Tom Brady in half the number of games. Mm-hmm. Wow. Nice. He's an excellent quarterback, and it's a shame that they have not surrounded him with better players and also better coach. Yeah. Too. I mean, great question. Great question, Mike Putnam. Great question. And I think I would love to see Stafford go to. I'd love oh, to take just, Stafford as the Steelers when Roethlisberger retired. Oh man, I'm just, I mean, just imagine if he was with the Colts this year. Yeah, any pick any yeah you know, team yeah. that's got a good solid core. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it, I feel almost bad for him that he's been relegated to De- to Detroit. Yeah, I don't feel bad for Philip Rivers for being relegated <laughs> to Los Angeles and to San Diego, <laughs> but I do feel bad for Stafford for being stuck with that garbage franchise mm-hmm. i mean the, the colts are a good franchise they just don't, don't spend enough money the, the the lions are just a terribly run franchise mm-hmm. uh next question is from the at full 10 yards podcast uh at full 10 yards podcast which team benefits the most 
if the Patriots dynasty had never happened, if the Patriots dynasty was exonerated, if there was never a Patriots dynasty, who would have benefited the most from a, oh, who do you think, Ben, the who, Pittsburgh exactly, Steelers. Exactly. I think the Steelers would have benefited more than any other team because how many times did the New England Patriots stand in their way? Uh, the let's see. The, the Patriots started winning in two thousand and one. Oh, wow. You have all the Jeez. stats. I got the stats, baby. What? The Patriots well, beat the Steelers. They beat the Steelers <laughs> in two thousand and one. They beat the Colts in two thousand and three. The Steelers again in two thousand and four. Uh, they beat the Colts again in two thousand and fourteen. Yeah, that was the other team I would have mentioned. The Colts and the Steelers. Would have benefited. Yep. They beat the Steelers again in 2016 and they beat the Chiefs in 2018. So I would say it would be the Steelers or the Colts. I would definitely say the Steelers would have an extra Super Bowl on the at resume. Least. At least if if New England, you know, didn't build up that juggernaut. And the Colts maybe with Peyton Manning and, during and, those years. And them as well, yeah. But uh they played some exciting games. And I'd like to say I'd like to say that someone in the AFC East would have also benefited if the Patriots dynasty had never the occurred. The Jets. But they're also terrible. I'm not sure that that <laughs> even... Are you talking about the Jets or... The Jets, yeah. the Dolphins, the Bills. I don't. I think, think the Jets more than anybody. Yeah. I think the Jets, I mean, for those few years when they had, um, you know, butt fumble Sanchez there, I, I hate saying <laughs> that because it wasn't his fault that he butt fumbled wow. it. But, but those years, they were actually a very good football team. Yeah, they lost the, the championship game in 98. In 2009, 2010, mm-hmm. that was the Sanchez years, right? Uh, yeah. 2009, 2010. And when the Eagles went to the Super Bowl and lost yeah. to them, maybe they would have won if they played another team coming yeah, out of the AFC. Definitely the Steelers or the Colts, but probably more so the Steelers because I don't even know that the Colts would have won those Super Bowls if they had been able to get past the Patriots because the team was so poorly run on defense. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I would say the Steelers. Front I would say Steelers number one. That's a great question from at full 10 yards. I, you threw it right into our wheelhouse. So yeah. thank you. <laughs> Sonia, what do you think? Other than that, that the United States of America and all the NFL football fans around the world would have benefited from not having <laughs> to deal with the Patriots yeah. and their cheating and their lying and their boring press conferences and all of the crap that surrounds the New England Patriots. Yeah. The NFL world would have benefited as a whole from just not having that team around. Well, yeah, but then we would never have been able to actually see the brilliance of Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Yes, true. winning uh, five Super Bowls by less than three points each. Very exciting stuff. It is. It, it is. is exciting. <laughs> it is exciting, Ben. You're just jealous of <laughs> Shut your pie hole. How is that not exciting? I am oh from New York. Gosh. I can't. I'm incapable of saying anything nice about a team from New uh, England. No, uh, again, kudos to him. Ciao, da. Smart pack. Smart pack. <laughs> oh, so thank you, Full 10 Yards. Thank you, Mike. And thank you, Blitzchick, for your questions. We'll continue to do this. Uh, so this was a lot of fun. Yeah. Thank you all Keep for Keep the sin- questions coming. Keep the questions coming. I hope Next- we answered those. You know, I- for I mean, like the... The first one there with uh with the officiating. I mean that's a tough one to hit. That's a that's that's a tough one. Well, I mean yeah. the short answer is the NFL won't do no, it. But they won't because do the NFL it. doesn't I mean, want to do it. it. Yeah. Because like, fuck you, we're not gonna do it. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's <laughs> yeah. make me. Essentially it's make me. Because, you know, that's Until the answer. people start riding in the streets. Yeah, because when yeah. we do like like this year, right? They try to fix the issue with your uh, the, the one the call that you won't call. give up on. In, yeah, it was. In, that was a BS call. Uh, in the, New Orleans. The, the Rams and the Saints. That the was Rams a BS and call. The they did try to fix that. They fixed it this year and they made it worse. Yeah, yeah they did. Yeah, they do make. Yeah, they, they made it worse. Uh, so I mean, you know, it's almost like 
you know, having a child. It's it's just, you know, you got to take six of one, half dozen of another. I mean, it's even it's helping them going to make their life worse. You know, I'll buy you a car, then they crash into a telephone pole. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All okay. right, Freddie. What's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is a little bit of housekeeping from you. Yes, we have a little bit of housekeeping. Thank you all so much for listening to our humble little show. This is a show about football, fun, friends, booze, and beer reviews, bourbon and beer reviews. Please head over to our website at thirstinggold.busproud.com. From there, you can subscribe. You can listen to all of our past episodes. You can get all of the links to the stories that we cover, the beers and bourbons and scotches that we review. You can get links to all the podcatchers, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, Pandora, and CastBox. CastBox. <laughs> I said CastBox twice because I love me some CastBox. <laughs> but you can get all the links to the podcatchers there. You can leave us a review. Please, 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 if you would be so kind, leave us a review. What kind of review, Franny? Five star. A five star review. <laughs> From there, you can email us direct, podcastthirstingoal at gmail.com. You can get the phone number to call and leave us a voicemail. You can follow us on Twitter at Goal Thirst and on Franny's amazing Instagram account at Thirstand. Check out all the photos that he took. He took more photos. Tonight, we have photos of our infinity bottle. We have photos of the Alagos that we're tasting. We have photos of the Balcones baby blue corn whiskey that we're tasting tonight we have the photos of a beautiful isla what's the isla that we're gonna taste i can't remember the name i can't remember the name but we do have a new it's on there it'll be on there we have a new isla scotch that we're tasting next week so please 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 tell your friends tell your relatives tell your co-workers tell anyone and everyone that you think would also like the show steal their phone away from them put our show in their podcatcher download their podcatcher for <laughs> them right. but do it please we would really appreciate it really really appreciate it Franny, what's next up on the big board next up on the big board ben at least me and you will talk a little bit about amazon's all or nothing yes hold tight everybody we have amazon's all or nothing but we might have a little special moment before that hold tight All right, Ben, and we are back, and we're going to talk a little bit about all the all-or-nothing Philadelphia Eagles, a special on Amazon. I've watched five episodes so far. You've watched four four episodes, and what do you think? I like it. Yeah. You have to be able to work as a family. You have to nurture it every single day. You win a game or two, all they write is Super Bowl bound. You lose a game or two, all they write is terrible. But the best culture wins. They do give us an offseason. You haven't experienced that yet. Just don't go too crazy. Do your job. Bring some energy. I promise you that's all we need. I don't know what the future holds. The day you start worrying about it, be the day you miss your opportunity. Ready for the cut and cool. Ready for the cut and cool. We're too good. We're too good. Ready for the cut and cool. Touchdown, Eagles. Ready for the cut and cool. Let's camera action. You get your kids on your cleats. Trying to get some points from the wife. That's all. No, there you go. I know how that goes. <laughs> 
All right, oh, that man. is the promo from All I'm or Nothing. I'm surprised they didn't have the E-A-G-L-E-S Eagles and in that promo right there. I had to play for Friday tonight, but before we get into our analysis of All or Nothing, we have a little <laughs> bit of cake for Frane's birthday, and oh, I am going to turn Sonia's microphone back on in a moment uh, so that we can sing a quick happy birthday for uh, Frane. Uh, thank you, guys. So we have been on the podcast so long that we have had my birthday. We have had Frane's birthday. We have had Sonia's birthday all on the show. A couple of times. A couple of, actually, yeah, yeah, your birthday was, uh, we had your birthday twice. Yeah. Twice, twice. All right. Sonia's birthday is coming up next month. Right around the corner for you, Sonia. But uh, I got the cake on the table over here. It looks delicious. And uh, I got to make a wish. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to turn Sonia. We got to sing first. I'm going to turn Sonia back on. Do you have a um, Ben has a wonderful singing voice. By my the way. Uh, my phone's charging. Do you have a phone? I do. I do. I have a phone. <laughs> do you have a telephone? I do, in fact, have a phone. Uh, but we are going to sing a happy birthday oh, to Frane. No, you got to. You're going to sing. You can't take it away from you. Don't your, you have a button you could push? To, to, what to turn you off? You you move your microphone. I can't see you. Exactly. You can't hear you. Exactly. Well, first right. I want to get a picture of. Frane. All right, Frane. Happy birthday to you. Oh, my God. Happy birthday to you. Sweetie, help me out here. Wonderful. Happy birthday, dear Frane. Happy birthday to you. Oh, there we go. Oh, man. Oh, did you get it? finished. We'll light the candle again. Yeah. All right, we'll light the candle again <laughs> to get that picture right. Yeah, we'll get the we'll get the picture right. Franny, how does it feel to be twenty five? Yeah, I wish I was twenty five <laughs> for right now, Ben. Actually, I don't wish I was twenty five. I wish I was just a little bit older than twenty five. But uh, <laughs> just I don't. Little, I wish I was twenty seven forever. <laughs> twenty seven would be just fine with me. I'll do thirty, but yeah. you know, there's still this thing around there. Yeah, yeah okay. there's that little bit of, bit of I'll take plastic it off for on you, there, and then. But the, that looks like a delicious, delicious cake right there. That looks good. <laughs> Oh, it's a very I didn't nice buy thing. a big old thing. So. Well, we don't need a big old thing. <laughs> well, that's what she, <laughs> she never said. Aw, that's the birthday song there we, we wanted. Got, we got to get a little bit of song here before oh Where is it? Ha. Aw. Produced in 1927. I would sing along with you, but it sounds so much better when I'm not singing it. <laughs> All right, Franny, how do you feel about uh, this upcoming Eagle season and your birthday? Well, you know, Ben, I'm I'm never too high on any Eagle season. I'm always nervous about injuries, especially the last couple of seasons. Um, So we'll see how things play out, but I can't wait to see those green helmets run on the field once again. And, And watching All or Nothing, you know, it it just reminds me of how much I love the Eagles. All right, Sonia, shut off again because she's uh, yeah, Sonia's take, Sonia's trying to run around. twelve feet away from the table with her headphones still connected <laughs> to her. We have a, a Michelle Tafoya style mic for for Sonia because she didn't like. She's usually moving around with the with the microphone that was at the table. She would <laughs> lean back and then she would lean forward. So a lot of you talking to Sonia would sound like <laughs> yes a lot of the time. So we did. Uh, we hooked her up with the beautiful, so, beautiful Michelle Tafoya mic. Thank you, Audio Technica. Let's turn her on again. All right, Sonia is here. So we're going to each take a little bit of a, we'll probably finish this cake after the podcast, but we'll yeah. each take a little bit of a slice. Yeah, here, I'll, I'll, I'll oh. take off this little corner right here. I've got this one. I'm too far away. They don't care about me. <laughs> no cake here. for you, Ben. All right, thank you. you. That's really good. Really good cake. Mm. 
Strawberry's mm. about to fall off here. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's very good. Very, very European. <laughs> it's Europeans really good. love their tiramisu. That's really great. Good. Is that tiramisu? It is. Oh, it is. I mean, it's, and it's I'm going to eat delicious. the strawberry too. Sorry. Very, very good. Very moist. Oh, so happy, <laughs> happy, happy birthday, Friday. Thank you. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, Sonia. Thank you for the mm-hmm. gifts. Yep. That was awesome. This is a gift. This is a gift that keeps giving back. That's <laughs> true. That's true. All right, oh. Franny, you want to talk a little bit about all or nothing? Sonia, you haven't watched the last. Yeah, Sonia, uh, haven't watched it, but it's great. Sonia, few it's episodes. Like, it's like a, a documentary. What episode are they on? Well, they have eight. Actually, Amazon. Yeah, they, they actually released all eight episodes, and it seems every episode has two games of the season, basically. Um, so I'm on, I'm on episode five. I didn't want to get too far ahead of Ben. I'm on episode. I'm about to start You're five four, tomorrow. Yeah, so you know, next so week I- I'll watch another episode or, or two, um, but it's been great. I mean, you know, we obviously know how the season played out, but it's just great to see it from a different perspective from the player's point of view, um, you know, seeing them with their families and, and um, you know, seeing that it's 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 their job. You know, I mean, we like I said last week, we watch them, we watch these guys on the field as if they're some sort of robot and that they're, you know, playing for our pleasure. But, you know, these guys are really out there. Playing for no, I mean, play. like, Are you yeah, not yeah. entertained? But that's exactly that's exactly what it is. It's almost gladiatorial at times. And, uh, you know, we, we tend to forget that these guys are human. They have families. They go home to their kids and they want to win just as much as us. But sometimes it just doesn't happen. But I'll still that's be right. pissed off when they lose next season. <laughs> yeah. So the first game that they covered this past week was the New York Jets. Uh, my thoughts on they swallowed up Le'Veon Bell, just bottled him up. Completely, Brandon Graham had another three sacks in that game. A huge game from Brandon Graham, but it was so much fun to watch uh, the team when they were winning, when they had the game in hand. It was a really, really, really fun game to watch. The defense, I think, scored... 14 points, uh, I think, in that game. 14 points, Scandrick, and... And they needed all those points because I think they won 22-14. to 14, Yeah, so. yeah, Nate, yeah. Nate Jerry, they got behind in that game. Of, I'm not even looking at yeah. the stats. I just remember that. <laughs> and, and I seemed up to... I mean, they were optimistic. I was optimistic at that point uh, uh, before the next game. What did you think about the Jets game? I mean, I, I expect them to be the Jets. I mean, they were not the Steelers. Oh, you expect them to be the <laughs> Dolphins. Yeah, and you expect yeah, them to yeah, be yeah, the yeah. Dolphins, too. They had that funky trick play on the goal line yeah, with yeah, the yeah. punter to the kicker yeah. and yeah, whatever. But, I mean, you know, I, I, I want to get to those episodes and see how the fans reacted and how, this, how, how, how you know, the media reacted in the city uh, because they do a good job of showing, you know, yeah, that the aspect as well. reactions are awesome. I yeah. mean, the me- they show, uh, Sonia, they show the media reaction. They talk to fans. They, they, they show the commentary at the stadium. They talk to guys as they're driving home. They had an interesting one of the episodes where the guys are just driving around talking about the fans and how mm-hmm. the fans, you know, how the fans are impacted when they win or lose and that they were aware of it. Mm-hmm. You know, you, to Franny's point, you think that they're not even thinking about the fans. It's their job. They just go do their job, go home. But they are talking and thinking about how their work affects the I fans. I can't wait the to see the, the episode city. where. Where they we, lose to Miami or, or the Seahawks. Where we hurt your quarterback. Oh, I, don't think, I don't think no, they, they should have played. Oh, they didn't they go, go that far? Yeah, they don't go that far. I think it's just the regular season. I mean, I've obviously I haven't finished, um, you know, watching the the entire uh, season. But, um, yeah, I don't, I don't think they go into the playoffs. So uh, I think it goes okay. to the 16th game and then beyond that, I, you know. Okay. We don't, they, the, don't, they don't show the, the, the dirty Seahawks. Yeah. And Bless. the next, the next <laughs> game is against the Vikings. Uh, there was a really nice piece in that game. This is just my notes. 
A uh, really nice piece on Malcolm Jenkins Foundation in that in that episode. Losing thirty eight uh, to twenty in that one. That was, but that was brutal. They could <laughs> the secondary. That was where the secondary, the wheels completely started to come off the secondary. Oh yeah, and they couldn't stop uh, Stefan Diggs in that game, along with other receivers for the Vikings. Uh, they had a failed, a failed fake field goal by yeah. Elliott, and they, they showed they them just practicing. Looked, that. They just looked pathetic. Yeah, they showed them practicing that too in the lead up to that game, uh, and and you know it's. It's it's great to watch. It's just a great perspective on the game. Yeah. And I'm definitely going to watch some of the past seasons. Whoever was on it, I'm not sure. Uh, but, Cardinals, uh, Panthers. Mm. Can't remember who else. Oh, they're but not. Miles inter- Sanders they're looked, not interested. Raiders were but on Miles it, right? Sanders Maybe. looked good in that game. Yeah, I'm, he's been. He, was, he looked he was really good. In that game. I mean, and he should have been rookie of the year. We talked yeah. about that. And a, I think they dropped a three and three at that point. So they were back to 500 at that point. Yeah, yeah, uh, four and four, and then they, they played the next game. Next game they brought the four. Cowboys. Yeah, that was a terrible game. That was not very good. That <laughs> yeah, was a terrible Doug memory. Peterson, it brings back memories. Doug Peterson guaranteed the win. We're going to Dallas, and we're going to win. Well, I mean, he's not going to say we're going to lose. But, I mean, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, he did. Essentially, and there was a lot of talk between the, yeah. the media about guaranteeing the win in that game. So there's a lot of vanilla ice cream. Um, but Ertz, yeah, no, and actually there wasn't surprisingly. But Ertz fumbled. Wentz fumbled in that game. Yeah, it was, the it was not a, no, it was there. Goddard. Goddard fumbled. Oh, in that Goddard game. fumbled, yeah. and and Wentz fumbled in that game. <laughs> yeah. uh, and they were <laughs> never competitive at all in that game. That's they just the game that I turned out. off partway through the game, and that's yeah. when they came on this podcast, and I was so pissed off. I thought the season was over, and they got yeah, blown it, out thirty-seven it, to ten. It brings back some memories. Yeah, yeah. dropped a three and four in that game. Yeah, well, whatever. And they got. Blown out by the Cowboys. Oh just God. destroyed. Just yeah, they were. Okay. Just got All right, we're good. That was a bad we're good. game. That was it's a really his bad birthday. Game. Be nice. Oh, that's true. <laughs> but next, they got an easy target in the Bills came up after that. Easy for some teams. Got them back to four and four. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but Orlando, that was the, that was the Orlando Scandrick, uh, tumultuous, you know, back and forth with Malcolm Jenkins after the mm-hmm, Cowboy mm-hmm. game where, where Orlando Scandrick outed or called uh, Malcolm Jenkins selfish. And then what do you know? A week later... No more Orlando Skandrick on yep, the team. Yep. Cut him the week after that. Uh, but again, they started slow against the Bills. They couldn't get any points on the board. I think they were in a hole in that game. And the offensive line just allowed the run game to I finish. Think it was seven nothing to start the game against the Bills. But then what happened? That, or were they just? Yeah. Or they just couldn't get going? Yeah, no. I mean, they got it going. It was, it was just a, the the weather was crazy. There was a lot oh, of wind. That's and it was right, raining. That's yeah. right. And Miles yeah. Sanders had a great game again. Oh yeah, he had a, that that touchdown at the, at the beginning of the half. I think that's uh, that. You know, basically allowed the Eagles to sort of uh, get into a groove and win that game eventually. But I mean, it wasn't a great game all around. But you know, they they they, they grind that game out and they 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 won it. But I just I just love watching the players and and uh, the, the different perspectives, especially from you know when they they, they show the different camera angles that oh, you don't yeah, yeah, see. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, really? You know, it, it's 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 just. It's it's great, son. Cool. And, and you'll yeah, definitely it's almost enjoy like it. a bird, like a, not a bird's eye view, a human eye view. Yeah, like from where you're standing on or, the sideline, or, 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 or from you're the watching. stadium, or from the yeah. stadium, from like a certain section where they're so, showing the game. And it, it's it's it's. I mean, I think Amazon did a, a, yeah, a great really job. job with this, and it's better um, than any sort of hard knocks that I've that oh, I've watched. Yeah. Way better. Yeah, way better. And it's more well put together. It's more crisp. Yeah. I mean, it's really. I could, I could be a little biased because the Eagles. Well, but they, they they really put pack a lot into a 35, 40 minute they're, episode. I mean, the, oh, episodes, the episodes are very yeah. short. They're, oh, they're, they're short. They're short episodes. Oh. Yeah, the Hard first Knocks one, is like just a bunch of people opining yeah. and blathering about. Oh. Yeah, the first episode is like maybe 45 minutes, but then after that, it's like 30, 35 oh, minutes. So I could they're, just they're really blow short. Right I mean, yeah, oh, yeah, you yeah. can just easily get through it. Terrible compared to this. So the Cardinals were on the all or nothing. I believe so. Yeah, I heard that one was really, really good too. So then what was. 
What? I think Carolina Panthers were on at once. Like, I mean, I could bring it up. No, but, it's okay. Uh, it's the fine. Eagles. So there's five seasons. So Eagles, Panthers, Cardinals, and there's a couple other teams that I'm probably Seahawks. not remembering. No, we <laughs> on there. no Seahawks. We're never, all nothing. It's nothing and nothing. <laughs> oh, oh wow! That's messed up. I think you should take a shot. Yeah, for that. Uh, not my division. <laughs> Dang, that's true. That's true. Uh, Friday, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is a very short segment. Betting corner, Ben. Oh yes, <laughs> we have the betting corner this week we had a really interesting week in the nfl finally do you have any thoughts on uh bringing back your parlay now that we're four or five games no i I just don't know how good these teams are how good or bad they are so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna risk any sort of uh Monopoly money on these games. Yeah, Friday is very, very risk averse when it comes to uh, <laughs> when it comes to these games. But we do have some lines coming up uh, tomorrow. We have the New York Guardians at the St. Louis BattleHawks. The St. Louis BattleHawks are way. minus ten in that game. The over under is forty. Wow, the over unders have come down. We have the DC Defenders at the LA Wildcats. The Defenders are nine and a half point favorites in that game. But I did have a pretty Pretty good game or a pretty good day today. Uh, I bet my little hedge, the Houston Roughnecks plus one and a half on a teaser with the over in that game, bringing the over down to 39, one on that. I took the Houston Roughnecks minus six on the line, one on that, and took the over 44 and a half and one on that. Uh, tomorrow's games are a little bit uh, more... They're a little bit more difficult to call. I have the St. Louis Battlehawks. I tease those down to, I tease them down to minus four and a half with the New York Guardians versus the Battlehawks. I teased them down to four and a half and I took the under 46 because I don't think, I don't think, uh, that the New York Guardians can score any points tomorrow. Uh, I didn't bet. That was really the only other game that I bet on this weekend. And I would be curious next week. I'm going to do a four game or actually tomorrow I'll do the. <laughs> the Saturday and Sunday games when they put as soon as they, the lines come out late for the XFL, mm-hmm. so they're, not, the, they're not yeah. sure if the, if the league is going to fold as soon as the lines. <laughs> That's why. as soon as the lines come out, uh, I'll do a four game parlay going in going into to next week. But it's, what I, what I'm seeing here, <sighs> good cake. Uh, <laughs> the, the, I mean, the lines are not very tasty, but in the in the in the cake is though the, tasty, <laughs> the cake is tasty. Guardians at Battlehawks. I think the Guardians may, may, may put up a fight um, tomorrow. I'd take the Guardians plus 10, and I would take the over uh, DC Defenders versus LA Wildcats. I think I would take, I think I would take the uh, the Defenders to, to win by 10 in that game. I don't think the Wildcats are going to compete tomorrow. I, yeah, they've been pretty terrible. And I would take uh, the under in that game as well because I think that the Defenders are going to score most of the points in that game, and I don't think it's going to be close to 44. Mm-hmm. Who'd you so take would, for the Battlehawks versus uh, The Battlehawks, I would take the Guardians on the line, but I teased the Battlehawks down uh, with the under as well like the on the actual bet. But I, but I hit big today, three of three today. So we are doing pretty right. well so far. Mama's getting her Volvo. In the XML. <laughs> Friday, what's next up on the big board? Uh, next up on the big board, Ben, is our shot <gasps> of the week. And oh, it is we have our sh- What is our shot of the week? In honor of the Wildcats that we were just oh. talking about, the Los Angeles Wildcats of the XFL, a very terrible football team. Uh, they started 0-2. They're probably going to lose tomorrow. It'll be 0-3. But, you know, since this is... A football podcast. We have to pay some respect to our team, right? We do. Well, LA least, Wildcats, baby. It, well, Sonya, yeah. though. I mean, your son is sort of a um, 
uh, I suck just as bad. One or two. Come on. <laughs> but uh, the shot was concocted uh, with some pineapple uh, juice. Is it pineapple juice? Yeah, pineapple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, peach schnapps mixed in with that and poured on top of that was vodka and strawberry pucker. So it sort of gives us the colors. Yes. Or the very, very boring Yeah, colors, check actually, this out on Twitter later Wild on Instagram right it. now. And right. I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure this is going to be a very sweet oh. shot. Cheers. But this is in honor of our LA Wildcat. What's the record? Are they one and two? Oh and two. Oh, oh and are they two. oh and two going in tomorrow? And yeah. they'll probably oh and three because uh, the defenders are they're pretty decent. They're playing the defenders, right? Is yeah, that for, that's for yeah, tomorrow? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so I mean they look like a pretty decent. They're team. the Chargers of the XFL. Yeah, pretty much. Except they filled the stadium. All right, Sonny already drank this. Franny and I are behind. Let's do uh, it. Let's do it with the music cheers. in the background. Franny shot playing in the background. Good. Easy drink. I oh, could good. see this over ice. Oh, shit, that's good. Is there pineapple in there? Yeah. There's pineapple. He did mention pineapple. Oh, I'm sorry, I was uh, doing the... I couldn't remember if it was pineapple podcast. or orange juice, but... Podcast. Yeah. You're doing the agenda? <laughs> For next Fuck week. you don't tell me what the agenda is. <laughs> I'll yes, tell so. you what's Ooh. on the agenda. So, uh, That was very good. Yeah, that, that was uh, you know from Tipsy Bartender. Oh, that's another, really good. Another shot. That I got from oh, wow, Tipsy Bartender. Really Perfect. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- that website is excellent for shots, cocktails, that sort of thing. Very so good. anybody out there that wants uh, a shot or anything for the party. Oh, no. Franny, Franny made this up out of his own head. No, it wasn't me. It wasn't <laughs> him. But I, the colors were excellent. It was a really nice shot. I mean, it matched the the, the colors. The LA Wildcats. Wildcats logo very, very well. I mean, a little bit of a siren going off yeah. in the background. We apologize. I see that Ben does not listen to me when I'm talking. I know. Because <laughs> he's busy talking. Well, I was, Is there an I, echo in the room? I was, I was trying to cue up the song and do some other things here on the computer, so I apologize. Just repeating everything I said. <laughs> I apologize for not for not paying attention. Wait, well, I was, I was who's paying that commentator? Attention. But it sounds better coming from Ben's mouth than it does yeah. from. It wasn't from that my I mouth. wasn't paying attention. It's, I, I'm not able to multitask yeah, to, to do this and to listen at the same time. So I, I apologize for repeating everything yeah. in front I just said. Just in case anybody forgot, <laughs> ben, but, ben repeated. But the most important thing to remember is other than me repeating everything Franny said <laughs> is that he does these shots every single yep. week he's done these I think since the first or second game of the playoffs in 2018 yep he's had a different shot every single episode throughout this entire podcast and that is not an easy thing to do Sonny and I have all the mixers you could ever want the greens the pinks <laughs> the blues the greens the yellows the oranges right. every mixer you could imagine we've got sprinkles We've got chocolate, we've got vodka, we've got it all. Yeah, but I'm inspired by the interwebs. I mean, you know, Tipsy Bartender has some excellent shots. Uh, Pinterest, also a great um, app to use if you want to find some shots on there as well. I mean, if you just Google some certain shots, then, you know, there, I mean, there, there's I'm, I'm, I'm inspired by a lot of these. There's very few that I've actually come up with myself. Tipsy Bartender, I give them a lot of credit. All right, before we move on, I just had one, I missed a little bit of tag team news earlier. I just want to hear you guys' thoughts on this. Uh, Ryan Shazier, a linebacker who was uh, who suffered a spinal injury oh. three years ago playing for the Pittsburgh Steelers. His rehab is allegedly going really, really well. And while we don't want to be overly optimistic that he could play in the 2020 season, he may play in the 2020 oh my season. Really? But wow. either, I wouldn't. But no. either way, the Steelers no way. are going to do everything that they can do, and they will keep him 
somehow on the roster or somehow not on the roster, but somehow under contract and they are going to continue to pay his medical insurance and everything he needs to make sure that he can continue to rehab. But apparently it's going really, really well. And there's no word that he'll actually play in 2020, but he could, uh, and he could play in 2021, but he's still destined. He still says he wants to, to play. So mm-hmm. I just wanted to hear you guys' thought because I always try to I would love to see him with Antonio get on Brown the field. on the agenda. It's like it's nice to this throw is someone a that's good story right here. Throw someone in there that's not, you know, that that yeah. he had everything he he had everything that Antonio Brown has and Antonio Brown just threw it in the trash and Shazier had it taken away from him and he's working harder than Antonio Brown ever worked just to try to get it back. Mm-hmm. No, I mean I I would love to see the guy get on the field and you know, possibly perform at the same level that he was at before, um, but it's really difficult to see that. I mean, just yeah, seeing him when, when he came on on the on the draft stage uh, with his wife, I believe, oh, and and he was sort of last year, yeah, 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 that was last year, and how difficult it was for him to you know to move yeah. basically, and 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 if 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 he's you know progressed beyond that point where he's able to actually get on the field and maybe run, and and I'm sure he's staying in pretty good shape, really good shape. Yeah, and it looks like he's is he's making extraordinary progress. Yeah, according to Kevin Colbert and Art Rooney. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, hopefully. But what a great story. Yeah, uh, just happy he can actually walk and live his life, mm-hmm. let alone think about playing football again. Yeah, Sonia, what say you? Uh, I wouldn't. <laughs> I <laughs> would like, I'm out. No way. Nope. No. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. Well, hopefully he won't lead with his head as much. That was time. that was a serious injury, and why why would you go back out there like that? Come on, yeah, for the love of football. Yeah, I, I understand the love of fo- coach. <laughs> go do something else. Don't do it. Oh, he'd be a great coach. Oh, if my goodness. if it, I, I know his well, I don't know his wife. I, I shouldn't say she that. was here earlier tonight. Uh, <laughs> help, help make the cake for Franny. Oh God! Next <laughs> TikTok. Next up. All right. What's next up on the big board? <laughs> next up on the big board, Ben. We have our beverage of the week. Another offering from Balcones tonight. It's the baby blue. All right. Hold tight, everybody. We'll be right back with our baby blue. All right, Ben, and uh, we're going to go ahead and sample some of the Balcones Baby Blue, but I'm sure you have some information for us. I do. This is the Baby Blue Blue Corn Whiskey from Balcones out of the great, great state of Texas. This is a blue corn whiskey, the nose, melted butter, kettle corn, vanilla, toffee, cinnamon, and nutmeg, fresh bread and honey, fresh ground coffee, and baking chocolate. That is a tough tough bill to live up to. Mm-hmm. The taste is tropical fruit, slight apricot, brown sugar, cotton candy, sweet tea, lemon, and smoked chilies. The finish is medium long warming, late cinnamon and leather spice with mint and green peppercorns. This is very, very this interesting. smells interesting. It smells good. I mean, the, the smell, I get a little bit of plum. It could be the apricot, but a little bit of fruitiness from it with a slight sweet honeyness. I, I, and I smell that sweetness. That mm-hmm. Definitely it, sweet. I mean, that's probably the, the high corn. It smells content. like a it won uh, the carnival. World, World Whiskies Award. No, it was highly rated. In 2013, uh, best non-bourbon. Uh, the San Francisco World Spirits Competition in 2018, double gold. The Good Food Awards winner in 2018, the best in class whiskeys in the world award, the silver in 2015, and the Wizards of Whiskey Gold Award winner in 2018, and the 2011 
gold medal award winner in the New York World Wine Spirits Competition. Uh, Franny, what's the what's the uh, the proof on that over there? Uh, it is well, it's forty six percent alcohol, so that's uh, what ninety two. Yeah, interesting. You know that sweet smell when you walk in at a carnival or a Disneyland? Yeah. Well, that's, I think that's, that's the, the caramel candy. I think it's that's, the cotton candy. That's what a I'm bit. smelling. But I, I, I smell like it, almost like a cupcakey sort of. It's like an exciting scent. Like I want to take it a smells, bite out of it. It smells really good. It smells good. Oh, the you're aroma. talking about the kettle corn. Maybe the aroma that's coming there's from it. There's just there's a sweetness to it. It's like you know when you go to Disneyland. I mean, the nose is it's pretty. That, it's it's the nose is intense. It's sweeter than any other bourbon or yeah. you know that we that we've tried right, on the show. So let me see if I can I mean, maybe taste any of that. The nose is actually a little <laughs> too complex. As I think there might be a little too much. There's going a lot on going there. on there. It smells good though. I think it's a little too muddled on the nose. Actually. All right, let me taste it. Sweetness, definitely some sweetness on there. A little bit of spice. On the finish, I definitely taste the spice, um, but it's not overly spicy. I would say it's not. You know, it's got an interesting with it with it chilled. Flavor. Wow, the finish! Whoa, whoa, that's a warm finish. It's no a warm finish. That. I can definitely feel that going down my I esophagus. T- I can taste the spice <laughs> all the way down into my lower stomach. I mean, it's it's different. I mean, it it's definitely too- different. I mean, there's some some this is like a zing peppery to it. Well, they're Friendly saying there's the zing peppercorn. Yeah, yeah, maybe I gotta give a sound that's effect. That's what it for is. I feel I feel that it's there. Oh, we never played our sound effect for the. Uh... This definitely fits this particular whiskey. Yeah. It's like a a sweet biscuit, almost when you bite it. When you bite into it, when you, when you drink it, it seems like you're biting <laughs> I'm into. Not sure, no, sort it's of a, 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 a sweet. I mean, I can taste a little bit of the corn, even almost like um, like a uh, like a sweet popcorn. <laughs> but it, <laughs> like it, it, like when you let it linger just a little bit at the back of your throat. It's still There's lingering little... on my tongue, so mm-hmm. it's 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 prickly. So it, it is peppery. It's interesting. I mean, it's definitely interesting. It's not you know something that I would I like drink it, very often. But I'm, I'm uh, sure I didn't. I think I mean we took a little bit of a sip of this earlier. I usually try when Friday first brings it out before we do the podcast to take a quick sip to not get too much mm-hmm. of an opinion about it. You know, lest I not be able to give you an opinion now. There's the peppercorn. Um, I can really taste the peppercorn. Yeah. Now it's like it's right there. I mean, it's on the on the finish. Yeah. It's, it's it's it's. I kind of like that. It's. I, I don't I, know. I'm liking it more now that I'm, I'm tasting not, yeah, it exactly. for a longer period a, of time. It's a little chilled too. Take another sip, Sonia. I think it's just too much initially. Like try it, try it one more time. Just give it one more sip. All right, here goes one more sip. What are you trying to do? I think here? if they took down the sweetness a tad at the front end, it would be. A well, little, I think it's just the. No, there's no the sweetness in, in the front end. Uh, I think there's a little... No, Ben. <laughs> Fuck you. I'll tell you whether you. the sweetness no. or not. <laughs> you I'll shut your you, mouth when you're talking I'll to me. I'll tell you what we're going to talk about on the agenda, and I'll tell you whether there's sweetness in this whiskey. No. You don't taste the peppercorn? You don't I, you I, taste I, I, the I was, peppercorn. Yeah, but I kind of like it. It's, it's, it's like it's different. It's too much for it's me. It's different Ooh, than Sonny what doesn't tasted. like this one. No, it's like as soon as I take a sip. Am it, I crazy though on the sweetness on the on the on the entry on the initial taste? I mean, it prickly. does. There's a lot of sweetness there. I mean, this one was this one is a highly rated one. I'm gonna have to just get one that's just a regular corn whiskey off the shelf. That's not highly rated, and see how that one tastes. There's a little bit of creaminess to it, not overly creamy. A little bit. Um, I don't taste the lemon. The nose the is perfect. I'm kind of liking it, though. But the, the aroma, I mean, it's, it's, it. it smells I'm going to dab excellent. it behind my ears. It's just <laughs> a lot going on on the nose. A yeah. lot. Mm-hmm. 
but it is really complex when you're smelling it. You know, when you give a little sniff. But there's definitely. But I've a never lingering. tasted a corn whiskey before. I didn't even yeah, know exactly. I don't know and, what the mash bill is on this. What the mash bill on this is? <laughs> hey, Lorraine, what's the mash bill? <laughs> Nashville. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, see, this is what happened. This is what happens when uh, when when I try to do something, you know, for you people out there that are listening to the show, trying to give you a little little more information. I get made fun of. <laughs> that is just my lot in life, apparently. The whiskey is named for its mash bill. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a, the former points, one hundred percent hoppy blue corn. So no barley, no rye. <laughs> That's a neighbor. Lorraine. <laughs> Bring me some more corn for this mash yeah. bill. I thought we paid this bill in July. I don't know. It's it's the more I sip it, the more I smell you the know aromas coming from it. The mash bill? <laughs> I I it's getting better. You it know, is. At, at first, Sorry. one more time. No. Yeah, way. One more. <laughs> No. Really? No. It's it's actually pretty no. good. I you know what it is? I think I might buy a banjo. I like the <laughs> This makes me want to buy a banjo. I like the nose with Steve Martin. And I like the aftertaste. I just don't like that initial. The initial is like it has, it has a little bit of, of that zap. You know, it, has that, it has that sort of um it doesn't have a zinc to me. You know though. that that when when we when we've had Irish whiskeys on here, like that 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 Ugh, initial that, that sort of sour tartness, sort of like I hate you, yeah. and then it and it's like yeah, I it's love almost you. like rubbing alcohol at the end. Yeah, Lorraine, Lorraine, <laughs> what's the mash bill? <laughs> I hate you, but I love you so much. Can you grab me some of my Marlboro <laughs> from the pantry? Oh Lord, yeah, no, apologize is... to all Lorraines and Marlboro <laughs> and the dirty, dirty, and, and dirty, everybody dirty. in Texas. Oh well, no, yeah, that's we, not even Texas. That's we just, didn't. We that's didn't even do, close to Texas. We didn't do the new listers tonight. We'll do them next week. That's yeah, okay. Well, yeah. I don't think you got a list. Yeah. No, but the more I drink it, the more I like it. Um, the, only, the more the, I drink, the more the I like it. The only thing I don't like is is the That's, nose. The nose I, is too much for me. See, the nose I love. I love it. it, it. I, I think it smells excellent. I think. I feel like I want a candle. There's with so the much nose. going on, and it, it, <laughs> I think it, it's it, overwhelming on the nose. No way. A little no, bit. No, no, yeah. no way. Balcones, you got the nose right. We should pour that in the uh, the aluminum. This is great. But I mean, we've had we've this is our third balcones, right? I mean, we're gonna have to get a couple more and have balcones. the balcones taste test and watch. This one's gonna end up as number one. Oh, probably oh, not, <laughs> not for Sonia. No way. No way. No, I don't know about that. She won't even drink it. I did. Come on, Lorraine. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it. No. All no, right. I, I would. Well, uh, Sonia, you are. Uh, you haven't been on the podcast in a minute. Yeah. So don't don't. So don't well, we me. do we do want your thirst and goal rating zero okay. to ten. That's that's a huge rating. It, well, no zero to ten. You can pick any number in between those no, two, just, Lorraine. <laughs> she doesn't have to be zero mess. or ten. So uh, it's a it's a long, you know. There you can pick any number in there: one, time? seven, four. <laughs> you can pick whatever number you want, but but from zero to ten. Four. I would say, uh, for me, this is, you know, I would say a seven because it's just so interesting and different. We haven't tried anything wow. like this on the podcast, and seriously, the more I sip it, 
the more I like it. It's usually what how alcohol works. Yeah, but it, no, but it, <laughs> it, it, it just one glass. Does, it actually, and yeah, and it actually does have a very interesting, complex flavor, and it just keeps me coming back for more. Yeah, screw you, whistle. Pig. I, I like. I, no way. I no, this, no, 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 no. I bought that, this nice no, whistle pig for Brian. It. it was not the Balconis. The Balconis rye was better. The Balconis oh, bourbon yeah. was better. I'll, the I'll rye was those. amazing. The, both of those were, I would say, eight, nine, ten, maybe. I mean, those were really good, very creamy, delicious to drink. But this one, because we've never had a corn whiskey on here before, it just it keeps me just coming back for more. Yeah, like, one, I want it's a one hundred percent corn mash bill. It's tease. Yeah. It's a tease. Yeah, it is kind of. Sonny's like, I'm not going to drink. I it. might I think care. about this. It's like it's like the Isla Scotches, Ben. Oh, corn whiskey is your new thing. No, it's like it's. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting a corn whiskey next week. Mash I, I, I will definitely get another corn whiskey. Um, so Uh-oh. we can sample another one compared to this one because this one is a highly rated a one. Corn whiskey I'll just grab taste another one. test. <laughs> yeah, why not have a corn whiskey taste test? Uh, Our fans will yeah, love it. Yeah, Let's get that. corny. <laughs> Let's get corny. Yeah. And Franny has a turtle named Corny. Just uh, yeah. FYI yeah. out there. Franny has, right. has a land turtle. Yeah. Uh, this tortoise. is a tortoise. tortoise? tortoise. I, I would tortoise. give this... Are we rating it like... Zero, zero to ten, Ben. Zero to ten, Ben. It's it's not complicated. <laughs> you, just, you explained it to Sonia just now. Uh, for Thanks for mansplaining it. For a corn whiskey, well, you said no, I didn't mansplain. For a corn we got a whiskey, four, a seven, and a what? I'm gonna give it an eight. Lorraine, <laughs> <laughs> you okay. give it. You Stop give, mashing that bill. You give this corn corn whiskey uh, zero. Or ten. <laughs> <laughs> oh, love! I'm gonna give it an eight because it's that good. It, it, I mean, it's just okay. for a corn whiskey. I, I was, the next it's interesting. Cor- it's if interesting. the next corn whiskey is better, I will take this rating back. But right now, for a corn whiskey, I would give it an eight. It's it's, it, it's real. It's the really more you drink it, the better it gets. I think so. I think so. And I, I think it's maybe an acquired taste, sort of. But so were the Islays. Ben, you fell in love with those. This is one oh, of those ones good. that I might have a, a relationship with. I'll it's be thinking unique. about this. It's a unique flavor. I'll be thinking about it when I go to work next week. <laughs> Drinking it in the back room. <laughs> <laughs> not that. But I'll, no, I'll be definitely not. Definitely not. Uh, but so in the bathroom, Friday, maybe, but not in the back room. Seven. Ben, eight. Sonia, a four. Four. Yeah. All right. All, All right. right, folks. What's next up on the big board? Friday. Next up on the big board, Ben, is our beer of the week, and it is from Alagash. And oh. Alagash is awesome. Yes, Alagash. indeed. They are awesome. They love our tweets. They retweet our tweets. They send us swag in the mail. Friday, what's the generous, shit? generous gifts? What's the shit we all get? Well, Ben, we, they sent. Wait, what? That, that's <laughs> what swag stands for. Is it really? Yeah. I had no idea. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> is that? Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Well, stuff we. Well, all I mean, get, it, it was it, it was awesome. We, we, we we've we've sampled their other beers. We had the Black and the Tripel, both excellent beers on the show, and we I think we had one more. I can't remember which one it was, but we were so spoiled with the Black and the Tripel. That last one, I think we rated an eight, which was also excellent. The other two were nines the and tens. The Saison, I think. It was a Saison, yes. Um, but yeah, they, they hit us up on Instagram and uh, they they were generous enough to send us, send us, send, <laughs> send ass, us, Lorraine. out, <laughs> send us out uh, three baseball caps, two beautiful uh, beer glasses, and also a 
it was like it was a heavy duty. Yes, it was beer open. I mean, it was, it, this or bottle opener. It was it was sure. awesome. It was a crime deterrent. <laughs> thank you, Liz, for hitting us up. You are Yay, awesome. Oh my gosh, is awesome. Yes, and thank I'm you, sure Liz. This next beer that Ben has some information for us in just a moment. We'll pour them and we'll get back to that in just a moment. I do. This is another beautiful offering from Alagash. Although I'm not gonna, I'm definitely gonna pronounce this incorrectly. Cheerio. What I'm gonna say, Alagash. You tell me the name of it, Alagash. Curio. I, I don't know go. if I'm saying it right, so I apologize. This was first brewed back in 2004. Curio? Curio. Was, Curio. A, was their first <laughs> foray into barrel aging. Ooh. To make the Curio, they take their tripel, which we did taste, and they let it age in bourbon. Ooh. They, they let it age it. in bourbon cool. barrels for seven weeks. Very interesting. Once that time is up, they take the beer out of their cold cellars and they blend it back with a portion of fresh tripel. Very and this beer these beers are very fresh. When you taste them they're all very fresh. The resulting rich golden ale features smooth notes of coconut, Ooh. vanilla and a hint of bourbon. Yummy. Wow, this is really interesting. Uh the details. The grains, Alagash two row malted barley malted barley blend and a local pale malt. The hops are nougat Nugget, Nougat, and Hallertaw. The yeast is the house yeast from Alagash. The spices uh, aged in bourbon barrels for seven weeks. And it's ideal served within one year. I definitely agree with that. And it's packaged in 12-ounce bottles, 750-mil bottles, 15.5-gallon kegs. Oh, there we go. And five and a, or 5.17-gallon <laughs> kegs. And the alcohol, are you ready, Franny? Wow. Always high. Always Wait, did high. You, did you see it? Yeah, I did. Oh, I was going to have you guess. Well, it's right, it's in, right front in front of me. right in front of his face. <laughs> well, you, you know, we have our uh, new screen here. We're, we're the moving bottle. up technologically here. We have a giant screen that so everyone well, can see what I looked at it when I, I bought it, too. I mean, it seems like all of the Alagashes, they have a high alcohol content. That's high, high. 10.4%. Well, I think the other ones were about 9, but you just can't taste it because they're so wow. crisp. And this one smells. But 10.4 is high. That is smells high, high, nice. high. Smells nice. Franny took the bottle. I usually get the bottle. Franny loves the Alagash so much. He took the bottle. That's right. We got our red solo cups. <laughs> so cheers, guys. Cheers. cheers. All right, and Franny. thank you so very much, Alagash, yes, for thank the generous you, Liz. gift. We thank you, should Alagash. be drinking out of those glasses. We have the glasses. We just didn't, we just didn't you know, wash them. They're still holding. <laughs> yeah. And right. Alagash, the this them. is a, a wonderful company, Microbrew from Maine. Thank you. And we have a couple other podcasts that we communicate with, and we're going to try to talk them into reviewing some of your beers as well. All right, I'm going to give it a taste. It's it's very smooth. Wow. But you can taste the sort of like a bourbon-y flavor to it, too. And oh, at, it tastes more like a traditional beer than at the At 10.4%, it does not taste like a 10.4% alcohol. It is so much more easy to drink than what the alcohol content might suggest. Wow. Sonia? It's pretty good. I mean, what is this? This is a what? I'm just astonished. It is a curio. But what, what would that be similar to, like in your? And more, I think it's more like a Le- lager. Belgian, it feels like a lager. Tastes like a lager. Not IPA, ale, more Asian. lager. It's an ale. Tastes like a lager. I mean, it just. I mean, it says Belgian style gold. Well, obviously, we're not professionals, ale. but. <laughs> but I mean, it 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 does taste more traditional than. I guess I, I, I could taste the Belgian in more there, more. <laughs> no comment. How does a Belgian taste, Lorraine? <laughs> Well, it tastes like a half, like a yeah. It, it is, it is, it is thicker. It tastes like it has a half, a slight, but not all the a way. Slight half. dryness to it, but is also very crisp at the finish. It's really too. good. 
And 10.4%. There's like a fruitiness to it. Usually when, when there's this very strong alcohol content, you can kind of taste it. And it's a little harsh. Whereas this one's not harsh not at, at all. Not at all. It is so easy to drink. I was drink. expecting that. Yeah, right? <laughs> right? And that's what I've expected with all the Alagashas because of the high alcohol content. But none of them have been too harsh. They're all crisp and easy to drink. This one's like, really this good. This is something like, you know, usually you get a Pilsner or whatever after you mow the lawn, you know, that, that sort of crisp light beer. But this almost tastes like a light beer with yeah. flavor So w- that, w- with 10.4%. Would That's you crazy. drink this on a raft in the pool? I would drink this all the time. <laughs> it gets really good scores across the board. Hmm. This was highly and this rated. is sold at your local... At our, I mean, at, at Total Wine, at Total Wine for sure. And it does come in larger bottles as well. Um, I, I think in the... Belgian uh, Trapel. Like one liter almost. Yeah, I mean, most... I mean, I've just checked Untapped. I checked uh, Beer Advocate, a few other sites. And they all have it very, very highly oh, rated. Oh, has it. <laughs> really? It was, Look at that. Yeah, first brewed back in 2004. Sal S. is drinking it. <laughs> no, but this, this is something that you could, I mean, easily drink. Has I mean, a great flavor. Yeah, I like the other ones better, but and I mean, I I, I like the Trapel. The Trapel is 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 one of my favorite beers that I've ever tried of all time. That, really? that was a, an excellent excellent. When offering did you guys from try Malagash. that? A while ago. Uh, uh, it's been about three weeks. weeks I think three or oh, four okay. weeks ago. Because uh, we tried the black a few weeks before that, and I don't like dark beers that often. Oh, that black that is so good. Was and it wasn't, it, it wasn't. I think you would like it, son. You don't like dark beers. No, I was, think I did try that. But it wasn't rich. You did. You, you, you told did. me no. it was chocolatey. It wasn't rich. That was another one. That was that. Um, that it was, was a the different Einstock. One. That was the Einstock oh. Porter, which was also very good. Yeah. But that that black was smooth, creamy, chocolatey. Yeah, that coffee flavor. But it, flavor but to it, it. wasn't overwhelming. It wasn't like no. a Guinness or a. Well, this is pretty good. But it but it had the same. Yeah, I mean their beers are so good. It's like you know, this it's is like, more my my type. Yeah, and I'm not just saying this because they sent us a you know a, yeah. a generous gift, but I mean all of their offerings have been great. You know, I mean there are beers on the show that we've tried that we did not like. Yes, many Boddington's, Boddington's, <laughs> which comes uh, to mind first. Anything from Cronenberg. <laughs> yeah, Cronenberg. That was Ugh, not a very good one last good week. One. We tried I that have one. Some that was in the cooler overly for later, citrusy, unfortunately. Overly sweet. That was just not a very good one. But this <laughs> is good. Oh, this is really good. I mean, I like the Trapel, I like the Saison, and the Black a mm-hmm. uh, little better. I like this more than the Saison. Maybe because I'm just not a Belgian beer I guy. feel like this is more than just a beer. I mean, I know we know that the, this Lorraine. is aged. Oh, my God. All right. It's time. Wait, wait. It's more than just a beer. Continue. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's more than just a beer. I, I know that we've read that it was aged in, in bourbon barrels and all that, and I know uh, Frana, you said that you could almost taste it at the finish. At the finish, there, on the, there on is the tip a finish. Of your tongue, you kind of get that. There is a finish to this where it's 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 more than just a beer. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I, I'm trying to get the bourbon out of it, but I just don't. It's not coming. Just through. just a sip, and then just let it sit. Or maybe it's the alcohol I talking the, because the, I had a shot. I get at the at the tip of my tongue, at the front of my mouth. I, I get that here. sort of almost like a. Like a sort of it's a sweetness finish. I mean, it's it's, it's a good. sweet, very good. sweet creaminess to it. Interesting. There is there's a sweet creaminess to it if you hold it in your mouth for mm-hmm. a minute. Find a good going, good good, good oh, going. Good going for Oligash. Well, Oli- for yeah. finding <laughs> Oligash. Thank you, Oligash, for yeah. for the swag and and you know. Oh, it, hell yes. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You know, and and we have tasted other beers here too, so yeah. we we that we've enjoyed as well. So, yeah. but you know, Oligash, you you guys you guys rock. Thank you. Oh hell yes 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 yes. You see the aroma. It's not as it doesn't smell as nice as the Trapel or the Black because the, that that Black oh, that actually smells better the, than the Trapel and the Black were yeah, amazing. Those oh were my great. god, those were amazing bears. 
But okay. this this is also this is up there, definitely. I mean, how would you rate this, Ben? Uh, zero out of ten on our thirst and goal rating. On our thirst and goal rating Eight. scale for a Belgian ale, I would give it a and Sonia, six. What? It's just not up there for me. I just I want to be honest. I'm an uh, eight. See, I would also give this an eight. I, I would say this on the same level as the Saison. That black was a nine, and the Trapel was a ten. Um, I, I think they've been they've been excellent. I have no doubt. I just want to give this caveat. I have no doubt that this is an eight or a nine or a ten in this category. But full disclosure, I just I'm not a Belgian ale fan. And so it, this might be the be- best Belgian ale in the world, yeah. but I'm probably still going to give it a six or a seven because it's just not my thing. But for Sonia to give it an eight is pretty impressive. Yeah, it is. Because she hates Sonia everything. rates yeah. a lot of the IPAs that me and Ben love. Yeah, Sonia does not like them. There. A lot they're of the darker four. beers, <laughs> we, me and Ben love them. Sonia does not. That's right. But, but the Einstock one, and this one. And, easy, easy to drink at 10.4%. Oh, what was and, the salt water one? Oh, that was the uh, Air Bocaron. That one too. Which yeah. they don't have anymore. I've those been looking three. for that one. Those three. That was an excellent. Those are my top beer. three so far. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's a great beer. It's just not my taste. Taste profile. Okay. Yeah, it's just not my taste profile. So no. I'm, I'm sure it's an it's eight or a nine good, or though. a ten. If you like Belgian ale, I'm, I'm, I agree with Franny and Sonia 100. percent It's just not my thing. All right. All right, all right, Ben. It's not a big fan of a beer. Jeez. Well, it's just the Belgian, the hefts, and the Belgian. Why don't you didn't like that other beer that we had? That was pretty disgusting. The one that was uh, <laughs> oh, also the, the aged. Devil's Canyon Scotch Ale. Yeah, that Scotch that Ale. That was also like aged it, in bourbon oh. beer. That one was not good at all. No, that one was pretty that was terrible. terrible. That was pretty terrible. That was terrible. This one, this one is great. I like that. I like it a lot. <laughs> all right, so Lorraine gives it an eight, and Franny, you give it an eight. I give it an eight. I give and it an eight. I, Only yeah. because there are other beers. And I, I probably shouldn't even rate it because it's not my not my cup of tea. But Friday, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is some housekeeping to finish up the show. Oh, some housekeeping, everyone. This is a show about football, fun, friends, bourbon, and beer reviews. Please head over to our website at thirstinggold.buzzproud.com. From there, you can subscribe and listen to all of our past episodes. You can check out our show notes, get links to all of the stories we cover and all of the browns, the bourbons, the scotches, and the ryes that we taste and review on the show. You can get links to all the stories as well. You can get links to all the podcatchers out there. Pandora, Spotify, CastBox, CastBox, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, and the rest. Uh, please, 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 from there, you can also get to those podcatchers and leave us a review. Leave us a, Frane, what number of stars should we get? Five. Five star or review. Out of five. You should email you can email us from there, podcastthirstandgoal at gmail.com. You can call us direct and leave a message and a question that we will answer on the show. You can follow us on Twitter at Goal Thirst. You can follow Franny's amazing Instagram account at Thirstand. And you can check out all of the photos, the infinity bottle that we added to tonight. Mm-hmm. All of the scotches, all of the ryes, all of the bourbons, all of the beers. All of our taste tests that we've had, all the pictures and videos are there. All right. Time to say goodbye. Another episode in the books. Friday. Thank you very much for listening. Sonia. Thank you, everyone. All right. We'll see you next week. Bye.